We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this. The first token of the Alonic Priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty, should we do so. We agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? I took like a four hour. Well, I came home from my ketamine trip and Mm -hmm. then I slept from 10 to 2. Today? Yeah. Okay. So I'm well rested. Yeah, I've been up and down. Um. I just have a, I just have a headache, but that's fine. I took two Tylenol when I went upstairs, so. Oh, nice. Um, well, welcome to the podcast, everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is our supernatural episode. It's gonna get spooky up in here. Yes. Um, make a disclaimer now to all the ghosts in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Say it with me. This is not an invitation to be contacted. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Say say it with her. I don't. I'm not worried about it. Did I tell you about how I went and just plowed through an abandoned house the other day by myself at like dusk? No, I wanted to ask you about that, but I was like, I'll just wait till the podcast so that we can get this scoop. Um, yeah, I just okay. So this for people who aren't from Utah, I think that it might be a Utah thing because when I moved out of Utah, even to Arizona and we were having a conversation uh, in, in call, it was when I was in culinary school in our, my communications class uh, where I did not learn how to speak. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, we, they, the question was asked, do you believe in aliens? And a lot of people said no. And my mind was blown by what? That. Yeah. So like, I would say about half the class said no. Maybe How like do a people third. not believe in aliens? Well, that was me. I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, I was like, no, what? What? And my teacher was like, Bobby, chill out. Like, he eventually <laughs> was like, chill out. I'm like, I was like, no, Joe. His name was Joe. I'm like, you believe in aliens, right? And he, uh, so he was like, I don't know. And I'm like, How do you? What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> 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 so I think, because uh, I've had some time to think about this uh, since we started doing this podcast and also just in general, I think the the between how we live in this huge open spaces with the stars and all this stuff, mm-hmm. with living in southern Utah in the small area, and then the religion, and then um, the Native American aspect mm-hmm. gives us a lot of culture in the supernatural. mm so I think there's probably a lot of people out there who it isn't just a no brainer. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, of course there are aliens out there. Have you seen how many suns there are just when you go out and look in the night sky? Yeah. No, like, they don't because they have lots of light pollution. They don't yeah. have like space where they can see stars. And like we are, we are very fortunate to have had the closeness with the tribes that we have growing up that's true um whether it's you know just living on the land or having them get like bust in <laughs> from the yeah. reservations and stuff um to always have like that supernatural more uh relationship with the planet like the earth and the and the sky yeah mother earth yeah. father sky so I think uh, this is going to be a fun episode because <gasps> people, I, I hope there's people who listen to it who don't believe in anything we're talking about. <laughs> um, so I'll just start with my family. So my family is just, we're all those weirdos. Um, my grandma, my mom's mom is super into the idea that we're seers, which is 
mm. a very Mormon thing. It's a masonry thing, too. Yes. <laughs> Did you say that Sears is a masonry thing? I think it is. I really feel like it is. I don't have my. I had to pluck my phone in, so you're gonna have to Google it. But um, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that that is. Um, there's a lot of like seer. Is it seer or seer? I think it's folk magic. Seer, but, yeah. but like mason, masonry, um, they 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 predict things, right? Which that's what a seer is, right? I think we'll have to get into it when we talk <laughs> about masonry. Yeah, but um. Uh, so Joseph Smith was that allegedly his family was full of them. Um, yeah, I personally have predicted like child children being born. Um, yeah, I, I I have dreams a lot where I'll have like a dream and then it'll happen. So it yes. feels like it feels like deja vu. Yeah, but that happens to me all the time too. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, my mom knows if my dad's in like a tri county radius. <laughs> Like there's certain things that I just know, yeah. like I'll think of someone and then a day later I'll see them like shit yeah. like that. It happens Ooh, all the time. A lot of synchronicity. Too. Yeah. I would like freak out my teacher by being like, I thought of you yesterday. And this was like well into when I was like in high school and this was right. my sixth grade English teacher. And I was like, I was thinking of you the other day and here you are. And he told me one time, like, you've got to stop doing that. It's freaking it's, me yeah, out. It, like, and it, it does. It freaks people out. Like it really mm-hmm. does. I've had to deal with this for a long ass time. It's like but I this, summon people. Like you yeah, said. no, I call it. Yeah, I'm a summoner. But um, I this is my funnest um example of me being a seer. Um, two years ago, <laughs> one of my chefs is named Stanley. Hi, Papa Stan, if you're listening to this. But he's a 40 year old guy, and he has two boys. And um, I just kept having this feeling that he was gonna have a baby girl. <gasps> and I just kept having the feeling, having the feeling, and I was like, whatever, like. But I just, if something keeps popping into my brain, mm-hmm. I can, cause like, it's hard to control these sort of things. It's just part of me, I feel. Yes. And then sometimes when, I, especially when I was younger, it felt like it was an evil part of me to be like, oh. you know what I mean? Like the devil was inside me or something. <laughs> um, but uh, I just kept having this feeling like, Stan, you're going to have a baby girl. You're going to have a baby girl. So I said to him, cause we worked together and then he'd just come in for lunch at my restaurant and we'd shoot the shit. <laughs> so we were shooting the shit one day and I'm like, you're going to have a baby girl. And he's like, impossible. He's like, no, we're done. And this was like June or something, May, June. Okay. And I was like, no, you're having, you're having a kid, like get ready. And it's going to be a girl. And he's like, no, impossible. And so every time I saw him, I'm like, he, I was like, is Erica pregnant? Yeah, is Erica, I was asking if his wife's pregnant. He's like, it's not going <laughs> to happen, Bobby. <laughs> so this is May, June, right? So like August, September, he says to me, we took the goalie away. But what I said to him in my original prediction was you Erica will be pregnant with a girl by the end of this year. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm like okay. by the end of this year you will Erica will have a baby girl inside her. <laughs> and he he was like no 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 in the springtime and then at the end of the summer he was like we took the goalie away. And then So she got uh, off birth control. Yeah, I, I didn't know what that meant. I was like what? <laughs> and he's like I'm off birth control. I'm like I'm sorry, I'm so lonely. Um, <laughs> So every time I saw him, I'm like, she knocked up yet? She knocked up yet? And he's like, nope, nope, not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I didn't see him during the holidays. I think he went to San Diego or something. And I saw him in like the end of July or the end of January. It was like Sundance time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so what's going on? And he goes, Erica's pregnant. And I'm like, no shit. (laughs) And he goes, how far along is she? I'm like, how far along is she? And he goes, uh, it was the end of December. 
So like right at the cutoff date, she got knocked up. Oh, no way. And then <laughs> at this point I told he like, he, we work for the same company and I was still working for the company and he was, our, he was the, he's the fish seller for the company. Uh-huh. Like he provides the ship fish. Oh, fishy so, fingers. Yeah. So everyone knows everyone. So, um, she's pregnant and I was like, oh, just touting it. I'm like, yep, they're having a girl. I called it duh, 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 before he even knew that she was having a girl. And then he told me like a month later, he's like, I haven't told everyone, but I'm telling you. And I, he's like, it's a girl. And I was like, yeah, no shit. And uh, <laughs> then he told my old boss and my old boss was like, yeah, I know. Bobby told me like four months ago. <laughs> <laughs> so there's stuff like that that just is just if I know something, I just know it. That's and. Nuts. I feel like people get to where they just like all my employees knew that too. Like if I knew something, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> like I knew what I knew and just like, don't fight me on it. Yeah. And that could just be the Taurus in me too. Maybe yeah, I'm just that bloating. <laughs> blowing also the Taurus in me. It's, it's a combined thing. It's fine. It's fine yeah. for both to be true. <laughs> um, but I'm also like an empath. I feel like I can um, clean people's energy. Like, mm. I can, I can um, hold the load for you. I can carry the load for you, like, emotionally, if you need to get over something. <laughs> um, which is, I think, one of the reasons why I like to be alone a lot is because being around people, I feel like I'm always experiencing their energy. Yes. And I also don't feel, I feel like a lot of people aren't on my level emotionally. Yeah. So it's like hanging out with a teenager all the time or something you know what I mean where oh, it's just yeah. like I'm exhausted yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know why you're doing what you're doing <laughs> when you were talking about being a seer I think the only thing I mean that used to happen to me all the time where I would imagine different scenarios mm-hmm. uh something happened to me just recently where I was in a conversation where I had to stop and look around and be like I dreamed this I dreamed yeah, this I've been exact here before, moment yeah. like 10 years ago mm-hmm. and it's it's um I asked a lot, I've I've talked a lot about like deja vu and stuff. Like last a couple of years ago when Kenzie Patterson died, I had a dream about her the day before. Yeah. You know? Or did yeah. I just thought about her the day before. And she and I were not friends. We're not in the same classes or social circles. So it was weird for me to think of her. And then when she passed away, I had to hit up the friend I was talking to her about, talking about her too, and be like, "Do you? This is freaking me out." And he's like, "Yeah, I know." It was like weird, huh? You have to like, so, yeah, you have to like confirm that you're not just yeah crazy. making shit up for myself. Yeah, like to make like it's like a a sense of importance or something. Like yeah, I, I, I always am like checking myself to make sure I'm not like just trying, especially because people will be like, "No, you didn't." Like, yeah. if I hadn't constantly been messing yeah. with Stan about his baby, yeah. he would have straight up been like, "You never said that." Yes, you're crazy. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I hadn't made it a big deal to everyone he knew. <laughs> Yeah, right. If there were multiple witnesses to this like craziness. Yeah. But um also like it just makes me pause and look around and think this is where I envisioned myself and I'm so lucky that I'm like making these things come to fruition. That's like what I take it as is like a sign that I'm in yeah, the right that place. You're, you're, now. you're on the right path. That's how I yeah. see it too cuz it used to freak me out mm-hmm. and like really kind of agitate me and make me angry. Um and like confused and like I didn't have control or whatever. It just like overwhelmed me. I'm going to yes. say overwhelmed. And now like when I have deja vu, I'm just like, oh, cool. I'm on the right path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've adapted for sure. Yeah. When Sam Lindgren shows up in Walmart next time, I'll be like, I'm on the right path. <laughs> I summoned right you here. 
Hello, Sam. Um, <laughs> also, uh, my family has this very interesting thing. My mom always says, don't give them your energy. Don't give them your power. Oh, yeah. So power and energy are the same thing, right? And it's interesting that my mom's my mom's given me all these tools and stuff. And maybe it's because... They were passed down to her from... Ge- maybe they're generational. Generations. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But also, I think... Because she went to, like, certain classes and stuff where she learned more about, like, the emotional shit, you know? Because if you think about it, like, our moms were the pioneer like if if our moms were emotionally aware in any way they were pioneering that shit yeah <laughs> you know um so credit where credit's due you felled me but you still <laughs> you didn't you didn't all the way something we have been it. so nice to our moms today yeah <laughs> giving them so much credit oh <laughs> uh, but uh she so she gave me these tools so i don't know if she like indoctrinated me or if she helped me like just navigate it but Mm. my family is able to tap into each other's energy flow Mm. Mm. it's no everyone uses it for evil no one uses it for good (laughs) okay well so you are a bunch of witches (laughs) well i i I can do this with um i'll do this with people like if someone hits me up and they're like i'm having a bad time i will tap into their energy and try to heal them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is very like new age re- re- Reiki. Is that how we call it? Re- re- yeah. Reiki? Reiki? Yeah. I do that too. Because uh, one of my old friends was t- getting her, you know, she was doing the basic white bitch thing and yeah. getting her whatever. And she was telling me about it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I've been doing that like my whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like a lot of Reiki shit, just what I know from secondhand. Cause I'm not a student of no. my powers at all. I think that like, Maybe I should be, but I also don't want to be. I think there's some things you just don't understand and you just are grateful for them. Maybe. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. But I also feel like maybe I'm less powerful than I used to be. Or maybe I'm just more at ease with it. I don't know. But yeah. my family, we are able to tap into each other's energy. <laughs> and I can, it's like a physical weight on my shoulders when I can feel my family working against me. Mm-hmm. Like, if something good is happening mm-hmm. in my life and I share it with them, I can feel them. Working ta- against you. Tapping. Like, I can feel them on a different plane tapping into my energy. And, Girl. like, it's it's weird. Do you think ever since you asked your grandma to help you with this song that she's been tapping into you and being like, uh-uh, uh-uh? No, because after... Uh, my family hasn't really been in my life for, for, for like, for a lot of years. And I've been slowly letting people back in and I've forgotten <laughs> that they do this. So mm-hmm. after the rest, after the restaurant thing, mm-hmm. I genuinely feel there was some fuckery. They're part of why that failed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because after I told my sister and I told my sister and my grandma on the same day and I was so happy about it and so excited. And at the time things were going very well. Yes. <laughs> and, um, they kind of took a 180. I feel, mm-hmm. uh, but I know that either my mom or, or my grandma or my sister told my mom. So I had all three of them. And they can't, like, I honestly feel like they can't help it. It's a bad habit we've all gotten into. I've yeah. tried really hard to work my way out of it. But, like, I don't know if it's an anxiety thing. I don't. Maybe they're not aware of their power, or they are. But if I always say they use their power for evil, not yeah. good, you know? Yeah, my dad always talks about how his mom would put blocks on him. 
if she saw that something he was doing something that she didn't want him to do getting medley into some kind of power that he was messing with mm-hmm. that she would put a block on him and he wouldn't be able to do it anymore well to answer your question about the theme song i put a block on everyone in my family after the restaurant thing oh good so no i'm not worried about it <laughs> at all i just have my own i think normal anxieties about releasing stuff that's so personal and thoughts that not everyone's gonna like and yeah i'm sure i'm gonna say things about people that i love that might hurt their feelings so i'm, I'm just apprehensive i think that's normal yeah but like let's talk about that for just one second okay if we say something about somebody is that going to define our entire relationship with them no but it is also going to be like a moment in time that we're feeling feelings and we're just expressing those feelings we could have like a really good like i could have a really good relationship with my brother Mm -hmm. but then have a shit moment where i need to criticize something that he does and maybe like express frustration about something he does that's not defining my relationship with my brother that's just me being upset at this one aspect of our relationship well, that's actually what's kind of the bummer part of my family is how conditional everybody's love is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I'm ex- I've started experiencing unconditional love with my friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't really, I didn't experience it in my, my growing up life. <clears throat> I think my only sibling who gives me unconditional love is Jake, which is odd. I know everyone, no one saw that coming, but that's really I, sweet though. <laughs> I know he sent me a meme the other day that said, siblings are so weird you spend the first 15 years hating each other and then you're like this motherfucker's all right (laughs) and i was like oh my god like that made me feel so happy inside (laughs) that's really sweet but um yeah what was the question (laughs) no i was just talking about like empaths and like oh yeah no energies and stuff no what i'm saying about like when what so if i say something um that's not 100% 100% happy, good, fun times about someone in my family, I'm going to hear about it. Like, I know yeah. that I'm going to hear about it. I know people yeah. are making lists. Like, we, like you said, we've been so nice to our moms today. Do you think I'm ever going to hear about that? No. no. I'm only going to hear about the, well, I tried, Bobby. Yeah. I did this. I did that. Like, Because I know she's going to listen to this. She's fucking yeah. obsessed with me. But, like, <laughs> I also felt really bad about that, too. It's like, she really, like, is obsessed with all of her kids. And I don't, but she's just such a bad, like, she's just such a bad time. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like we feel, I think we have so much similarity in this mm-hmm. aspect because when you're talking, like we took a drive down to Richfield together and you were talking about this energy tapping and like, I just feel like everybody's working against me and my family. I knew exactly what you were talking about. I've had mm-hmm. that in my whole life. Like I feel very connected to my friends. Like I know when you're going to cancel. I, I knew you were going to cancel last week, but I was like, no, please. And then I saw that you just like, you gave in. I was tapped out. Yeah. I was like, no, but I, I feel like every reason was good. I was like, okay. Like, cause I'm telling myself I'm not doing enough. And then I'm like, bitch, you've done so much this week. Yes. But then like, I, I see that you're doing it against your will that you're like making a sacrifice for me because you care about me and this project and this friendship. They're like, okay, I will. And then when you text me back and have this whole long list, I'm like, you don't have to prove it to me that you need a break. I knew you were making a sacrifice and I appreciated the sacrifice that you were willing to make, 
but I want you to take care of yourself. Yeah, but did you see how I was like, she's not, you can understand the effect, affect of conditional love because I was like, she's going to hate me. Mm -mm. Yeah. Our friendships are going to be over because it's like, I have to give these lists of reasons for the reasons why I didn't go see my sister when I went down to help my friend with her her kid's birthday. You know what I mean? Like, even though you shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. I have to provide reasons for being who I am. Like for every, almost everything I do, I have to give an explanation of as to why. And everyone hates it. Like you saw how pissed off my grandpa was in that picture (laughs) that I sent. I mean, I was, I was drunk, but he didn't know that. But I was like talking to my cousin Cam and I was like, I told my grandpa to ease up on grandma. I was like, I heard you're mad at grandma because she didn't go to that dinner. I'm like, ease up on her. Yeah. And, um, but I was just having like a good time. And then I was like, Cameron, come to this party. We're having a good time. <laughs> but like my grandpa had utter disdain in his eyes. You could see it. He was yeah. angry Yeah. because he hates when I go in there and I'm happy. And that same, uh, weekend that I told my sister and my grandma, I also saw him and I was super happy and I was paying my insurance. Uh-huh. And what happened after all that? My brakes yep. went out. My yep. tire went. Yep. <laughs> I lost yep. my unemployment. Yep. Like all this shit happened. So it's like, I'm not saying that they're to blame for all that, but it's also like, I think when people actively put energy out, whether it's yeah. good or bad, yes, the universe, you know, absorbs it. And I had to, I had to like literally put up a block on them. Like yeah. when I say literally, like I had to spend time being like, okay, here it is. Like, it's like I can feel my energy coursing through my veins right yep. now as, yep. as I'm speaking yep. right now. Yep. And it's something that they have, uh, they can tap into because they have the same, like we're made out of the same stuff. Yes. We're genetically. all connected. We're all fucking connected. <laughs> yeah. But like we're connected we even are. more because we're ge- like genetically, my family yes. is, we're connected. And also if we have this uh, multi-generational witchcraft and wizardry shit going on <laughs> you know like we're connected we're like connected. y'all went to hogwarts or something <laughs> god i i was waiting for my hogwarts letter i was so waiting for it girl i think we all were but like some more than others were like i'm like i think out of this reason, hell. i think you and i were waiting for it so that we could go on a train and get the fuck out of our and like house. secretly have like a shit ton of money left yeah, to you and like, stuff like the whole harry potter story i started I, reading it after i turned 11 so i was like i guess mine i guess i'm not a witch <laughs> well i i mean i would even like sometimes imagine that it started later in life mm-hmm. actually or something like started you, like you like, grew into it yeah or something. I could still get it, maybe. Oh. <laughs> Poor Bobby's still hoping for her letter at 33. No, I know now that I'm not getting it. <laughs> That's what drugs are for. <laughs> There's Amazon books. <laughs> oh, fun little speaking of books. Uh, the Labyrinth, you know, with oh, David yeah. Bowie, the hit, the hit classic. <laughs> I was reading... Um, just an article that said in the book i didn't even know it was a book but like i guess they turned it into uh, i don't know anyways okay but her mom is alive in the but it it says in the book in the movie it shows that her mom's alive her mom it shows a clipping of her mom but the whole time i just thought her mom was dead oh yeah yeah but she is this big like play star like she's a broadway star (laughs) and her co-star is her boyfriend and his name's Jeremy. And in the picture, it's David Bowie. So like what? she's having this whole like pseudo fantasy about her mom's boyfriend. Oh, okay. It's very sexual and I like it. <laughs> wow. But I bought the book for Lisa's birthday um, and I started reading it and I, it's, okay. it's, it's cool. It's cool. I My like it. My brain. I know. Right. Like when I read that, I was like, what? 
<laughs> this all makes sense. But it's also like very the mind of a girl that age. Yeah. Who's like imagining her because her mom abandoned her yeah. to be with this hot guy. Yes. And even in the book, like he, he like helps her. Like he like gives, he like gives her extra attention. Yes. To when the few times she sees her mom, you know, a year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she has this big fantasy in her head. Mm. But yeah. Interesting. I thought, mind blown. Okay. So let's go to. Wait. You always do this to me. Okay. Sorry. I wanted to tell you that, um, you know, that energy thing that you do. I think one of the reasons why I have kept some of my clients for so long in lash artistry is because we like, I'm talking to somebody's head for two and a half hours. Right. And, um, people, the laying out of hands too. People have a lot. (laughs) My hands are literally on, I'm touching them. I'm constant contact. And I used to get so drained from all of that energy exchange, Mm -hmm. but then, um, I started to just put up like kind of boundaries. Like if something, if somebody yeah. was having a really sad time, like going through a divorce or something, I would let them express that and I would hold space for them and I would give them the opportunity to release that energy. And then the whole time I would just push love into the yeah. spaces that they were releasing and like I started doing that pretty regularly and I think that is like I just think that's a real thing that you can do is just like push love, push understanding, push positivity into somebody as they're releasing some of this negative energy and letting it go somewhere else. Well, you can yeah, and that that's that's a that's a good point for real because there is a difference between holding space like and then holding on to something for someone yeah. like you don't want the ugliness to come live inside you no and that's actually like it's like kind of hard like something you have to like train yourself to like you said like you had to like train yourself to be like okay i'm gonna give you good vibes yes. <laughs> and i'm not gonna take your bad vibes yeah and like just being like a good vibes only person is toxic like you cannot oh, yeah. be a good vibes only you have yeah. to make space for the negative hold it because it is important and special and sacred. Yeah. You can't buy without dark. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't, but you can't like keep onto it and like, well, you can't, it in your heart you can't, you can't fight other people's battles for them yeah. either. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I've definitely sat with someone and let them, I mean, that's our childhood, right? Is being yeah. pissed off at someone for our mom or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or being embarrassed publicly because your mom is fighting with your achievement day girls leader (laughs) (laughs) you know oh man like i have a question do you think if do you think that it's an adhd superpower to be able to perceive these energy forces these maybe these outside extracurricular gossips of your family that just keep happening um I don't know. I don't know even if this is a superpower at all or if it's just something I've been conditioned to do. Oh, yeah. Because um, in my own sibling dynamic, I was always the one who would get my parents to stop fighting Mm. or get us a better dinner or Mm -hmm. like I was a person they sent in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my ability to read the room and approach it in a certain way was it was a survival tactic for sure. Yeah. Um, What came first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know. Right. So I would like to think that I have a superpower with this shit, <laughs> but it could just be maybe we're good at processing just the lo- logistics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
in like a very chaotic way that I don't understand. Yeah. It's like, yes. show your work. I can't show you my work. <laughs> I did it in my head. Here's like, my head. <laughs> that is what is so frustrating about being with ADHD for me is that I do feel like I have like, cause you, I mean, you're asking the, the right questions. Like, is it part of having ADHD, having this, ability to sense all these things because your mind's going a thousand miles a minute but it's also like because your mind is going moving that fast like you have this gift but you can't organize it (laughs) so it's like really frustrating yeah (laughs) no up until this year i was like oh no i definitely see ghosts oh no i definitely blah 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 and now i'm like oh there's probably a medical uh term for this well i mean experiencing (laughs) when we get down to like the more religious part of it that's like pretty sure i'm that's what every demonic possession was was just someone with like schizophrenia or mm-hmm. you know uh the beast mark 666 lily gray's uh yeah headstone up here i looked into the history it's very fun i love it but oh, the history yeah. the history of it was like i think she was bipolar and her husband was it, it was a an asshole <laughs> no it was a comment on society oh yeah 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 i remember us talking about this actually yeah so it was like it was like commentary on society or whatever. So it's yeah. like what what is what I mean things are what they are until you can explain them better, right? Right. Right. Exactly. So, um but yeah, do you have anything else to say on the energy? I don't want to cut you off like I always do. I'm sorry. No, I just was like, <laughs> "Wait, I have something to say." No, and I'm glad you did because that's a good point. Like it who knows? What do you think? Well, I th- our next topic is ghosts and I have lots to say about that now. (laughs) Uh, Ghost stories are, I feel part of our culture for sure. Right. Yes. Just, I mean, like, I don't know what everyone else's culture is, but like here there's a lot of like pioneer houses and a lot of like, it's just like the I feel like the vastness of it of the land and we're, yes. bo- we're all very bored <laughs> well like so just, tall tells just the Mormonism of it the Mormon religion teaches that your body and your spirit are two separate entities mm-hmm. that your spirit is inhabiting a mortal body at this moment but when you die your your body goes to the ground and your spirit lives on somewhere else so i think that's part of the whole thing where it's just like spirits are all around us they're in a different plane blah 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 like did you what did you think uh ghosts were when you were a kid like do you think there's just someone who didn't wasn't taught the gospel yet so they were just this was like limbo kind of uh no i think (laughs) i don't remember like learning a whole lot or uh involving myself in a lot of ghost lore until my 20s oh well see i had older siblings you're a nice yeah. sibling yeah my siblings tortured me tortured really? me they tortured me about like all scary things but that's well, just what i you, mean that's what you do as an older sibling right yeah i, mean, I guess you I did a, it when i was an older sibling i'd tell ghost stories but then they'd be like is this real i'm like no it's just a story it's like a ghost oh i story. didn't i didn't get the no it's well because i didn't i didn't you didn't want to i didn't have them. any imaginary friends I had zero imaginary friends and I did not experience any ghost things until imaginary friends. Can we talk about that for a second? Because what do you think that is? Do you think it's a vivid imagination or something freaky? I think, (laughs) do you want to know what I think as like a new Mexican? (laughs) Yes. I want to know the Mexican side. What is your Mexican (laughs) part saying? (laughs) I think the reason why I didn't have uh, imaginary friends is because people were protecting me against all of that so you think imaginary friends are like ghosts or whatever 
Sure. Well, there. when I was in college, I would watch this show called, um, it was on A&E and it was during lunchtime because that was when I came home to do lunch and then go back to class. Back when you uh, had to just watch what was on TV. Yeah. It was, there was like this one episode of this Unsolved Mysteries shit that was like, uh, Mr. Gordy. Do you know the story of Mr. Gordy? Is it like a, is it? No, this, this I, I know. Old... I know the. I know the show, the movie Gordy. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> the, this was like 2007 when I was just like at home watching my cable at college. No, Gordy is a ripoff of Babe. That's the only oh. thing. I... <laughs> oh, Gordy, I love Babe. I love Babe too. It's such a great movie. We watch it. Halo loves it. She loves the pigs. She loves farms. <laughs> the soundtrack is great. The soundtrack's like emotional. Yes, I cry every time. Yeah, like that that fucking Irish flute situation. I'm like, get out of here! He's such a good babe. <laughs> babe, I watch it by myself, and I'm like, I'm downstairs crying. I might put it on after this. <laughs> it's on HBO. Pork is a very sweet meat. <laughs> My siblings and I say that to each other. I don't know why. Because we, we love babe. Uh, what was the last one? It was like the finals. I don't know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Baram you. Baram um, you. Be so true. <laughs> okay, babe tangent over. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was talking about. You were talking about... Oh, uh, Mr. Gordy. Uh-huh. So, like... <laughs> Retrace your steps. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so the story is this this single mom with a... A young child, five or six, moves into this new house. She starts having a um, nice older gentleman play with her imaginary friend called Mr. Gordy. She talks about Mr. Gordy all the time. She uh, talks to Mr. Gordy all the time and she like sees him. And then um, stuff starts happening to her and it's kind of a little bit scary. And then the mom also starts looking into the history of the house and finds out that a Mr. A Mr. Gordy, a Mr. Gordon or something oh, okay. owned the house. I so she like puts out molester or something. I don't know. She puts out a bunch of pictures of different older people on the, on the table. And then when the six year old comes in and is like, Oh, that's Mr. Gordy picks out Mr. Gordon. Ugh. And like, um, so then that's when she gets scared. So I think, I think sometimes children really do have imaginary friends but i would be very skeptical of imaginary friends that my child would have because i know that i didn't have any imaginary friends i tried my hardest to make up imaginary friends but never Mm -hmm. got them and i think that it just is like a border a like a boundary that i'm like i don't want my kid to have imaginary friends (laughs) I, i would be very freaked out yeah i mean uh I guess you only hear about imaginary friendships when they end badly. I wonder what happens when they just like end. Do you just like grow up out of it or what? Yeah. And drop um, dead Fred, she starts taking pills. Mm. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? No. It's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Babe though. <laughs> but I have seen Babe. Drop Dead Fred might be on HBO too. Okay. Um, I'll put it on my list. <laughs> yeah, the list of movies you'll never watch. Uh, I don't know. I wonder. I never, ha- I never knew anyone who had a, an imaginary friend. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to hear someone's story. Like actual imaginary friend story. 
Yeah, because um, I mean, I lived in a, I've lived in haunted places before. Um, when I lived with my sister, we lived in this old lady's house. Her name was Faye, and she had died like three years before. And um, we just had like random stories that were just like clearly there was someone in there. Like, um, I would I slept in the computer room, and so mm-hmm. we turned the computer off at night, and at like three o'clock in the morning, I could hear her. Uh, I'm calling it her, <laughs> but um, I could hear the mouse move and like the the scroll thing happening and then typing on the keys. No way. Like she was trying to like if it was her, I just assumed she was trying to figure out the technology because it was a, it was at a time where she didn't she definitely didn't have a computer. You know what yeah. I mean? Because she yeah. died. She died. I think she died of old age, and this was like the early 2000s. So like oh yeah, you know it was like or like. It's probably like 2008. That's early 2000s, right? <laughs> Are we yeah. still like te- we're technically still in the early 2000s? I guess. Or no, 2010s. Okay, no. It was so it was like late 2000s then, I guess. Um late aughts. Yeah. <laughs> but what the fuck uh, is this existence? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> but uh one time too, like uh, my sister was changing so her husband's a guard at the gel, so he sometimes he works nights and sometimes he works days. But he always works twelve hour shifts, right? Oh, so yeah. my sister uh he was on nights and my sister was making her bed at like midnight, right? Mm-hmm. And um she said it felt like Garrett was trying to get around her, like touching her to get around her in the room. Wait, who's Garrett? Her husband. Oh, her husband. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, my sister's husband. And um, she, to, to the point that it felt so familiar that she just thought Garrett was there. And yeah. it wasn't until she realized that she was home alone that she was, like, chilled to the bone. <gasps> but, like, as far as, like, the kid thing, I'm going to have to talk to my nephew about this. Because he was a baby in this house. Like, he was, like, uh, one to three in this house, probably. Oh, my God. And I remember him just, like, looking at places in the room. And it would like. I'm freak- very skeptical of children just staring off in yeah. the distance and smiling. I'm like, ah, don't yeah, do that. that. That freaks me out. And like, I don't think she was a bad ghost or anything. Like, right. I don't. You know, I just don't know why she was there. I don't know. But oh it's like gosh. maybe, maybe she was his my nephew's imaginary friend. But it's like it's these things. Like, if it was her, her name's again Faye. He would just think it was some old lady that he, right. you know, like right. that, that he would was know, probably so. Like, who knows? Maybe we, you know, maybe we did, right? Have ooh, I just got chills because <laughs> I've like felt okay. So I've felt presences a few times in my life, mm-hmm. um, but I just imagined that they were like Jesus. I think the Holy Ghost. So, like one time I was like, okay. So one time I was f- having a panic attack, anxiety attack. Guess what? Those weren't diagnosed when you were Mm-mm. a child. And I felt like my grandparents were going to die. And so I said a prayer and then I felt like a hug around me. And then one time on my mission, I was very feeling very depressed and very alone. And I was just sobbing in my bed. And I was just like feeling like nobody loves me. And like, I'm just out here doing all this stuff for no reason, like wasting away so much of my college years. And like, I miss my friends. I miss my family. I'm like in the middle of Indiana, like I'm out here forever. I just wish somebody would love me. And then I felt like this, like feeling of somebody saying, well, I love you. And I felt like I was being like, 
absolutely spooned. Like somebody was behind me, giving me a hug, cradling me and feeling like I'm here. I love you. And I didn't dare move because I feel like my whole backside was just being absolutely like, not in a creepy way or like a sexual way, but just like present. I felt, Somebody was there with me. I felt both a creepy way, like a scary way and like a peaceful way. Mm. That, that energy. <clears throat> um, so I know what you're talking about. But I also think prayer is a form of meditation. Sure. And meditation will like calm me down. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. Where there's like the, the, and we're taught in the religion too that like there are people like you have angels or whatever yeah like i always just saw like i just assumed like my grandma was always with me my great grandma mcleston or something like that yeah because i feel like i don't know if it's taught but it's definitely implied i feel (laughs) that you do have if you live like a certain a worthy life you're gonna have all these like heavenly helpers around you yeah so yeah i mean i know what Mm. you're talking about interesting but I feel like <laughs> that sort of stuff makes you connect more with like, like the Holy Ghost. I mean, this this topic, this conversation we're talking about right now is ghosts. Yeah. But I mean, like a Holy Ghost, like what is that? It's a ghost. Right. <laughs> holy or not. Right. And then like, I think we were taught that like Jesus Christ has a body of flesh and bone. The Holy Ghost doesn't have a body so he can be more places mm-hmm. anywhere at any time. Like in like, doesn't matter if there's two places he needs to be at one time he's not bound by time you know what I yeah mean? so yeah hmm. like i just always assumed the holy ghost was like a mist that was covering everything yeah yeah um hmm. but uh more ghost stories i'll give you a couple so uh Pinguich is just right outside of bryce canyon um <clears throat> which is you know bryce canyon if you don't know what that is fucking google it <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Bobby. <laughs> so we're in the somebody's middle. tired of explaining where Bryce Canyon is. <laughs> Someone's worked in tourism for most of their life. <laughs> um, so we're Wild West territory, right? Like pioneers. Um, so there's there's like cowboys and Indians. Uh, and again, I'm saying it just because of the folklore aspect. I don't call sure. Native Americans Indians. That's stupid. right. <laughs> this is an Indian. But uh, good one, uh, Bobby. That no, I mean seriously, I can't believe that caught on. It's like he landed so- the wrong place. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, so there's that, and then there's the religion, and then there's this like uh, hollowed ground aspect of where we live too, because this is like Zion mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So there's a lot of just like weird like um, cowboy cemeteries. You go out there when you're like a kid. <laughs> to get freaked out and then um there's just certain places like i worked in uh the smokehouse um which is a smokehouse it's a restaurant (laughs) and uh it was originally a red brick it's a red brick it's a a pioneer building um that's the only two like the old school buildings are like sacred around here like everyone loves them red brick homes from the 1800s yep and there's this underlying thing too in almost every house that you go into especially if there's more than one parlor because uh that's a polygamist house where (laughs) there was probably some rape going on some child brides going on Mm -hmm. you know there was some uh, in my mind that's always in the back of my head you know so 
I worked at the smokehouse, and it was the town gel originally. <laughs> so I was the prep cook, um, which means I could go in at any time. And I'm a night owl, as you know. And um, so I'd go in at like, you know, it, it, I'd go in at like 10 o'clock at night. It was cooler during the summer. <laughs> and yeah. I could just bust my shit out and leave. And at like 1.30 in the morning, um, it happened more than once. The, I, could, I could smell cigar smoke. And then a couple times, the we had a big whiteboard that said, like, what we needed, what we were out of, what was uh-huh. 86th. It would just fly off the wall. <laughs> like, ran, like it would happen all st- such regular, so regularly that I was just like, whatever. Like, I just put it back board? on the board. Yeah, the like, whole board? The whole board would, like, it was like someone picked it up and then threw it across the room. <laughs> oh, I do not like that. And, like. I don't like that. Yeah, like, I, this stuff doesn't, it used to scare the hell out of me. When I was religious, it scared the hell out of me. But, like, now that I'm not, I just don't care. I'm just like, all right, cool. Hi, how are you? Now that I'm not religious, I'm more fucking scared. I'm like, I have no priesthood power to banish these (laughs) bitches out of here. Well, I mean, it's like, okay, you can lift a whiteboard poorly. (laughs) I'd like to see you lift me. (laughs) Like, as far as I'm concerned, all I can do is, like. they threw the whiteboard at you? Then I'd get hit with a white. I mean, I grew up in my mom's house. I've been hit with worse. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But like, if that's, I mean, what what can ghosts do? Like, you can't. They can't. I'm not going to allow them to abduct my body. Um. So what? They can show me something scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not okay. Cool. Like I plus I ain't got no beef with no ghosts. You know, it's like why well, I don't hit deer. I don't. I don't want to hit no. I don't want to hit a fucking deer. Like I, they could exist. We could all exist together. But like, I'm not trying to get entangled with you. And I feel, I feel they know that. So like they'll mess with me a little bit. But I'm just like, okay, whatever. Who cares? Like okay. I feel like these things only give them the power that you give them. That's all they can take is what you give them. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like. You are like, um, come at me, bro. And I'm like, no, thanks. No, Just I'm not. I'm, there. To be clear, I am not like, come at me, bro, at all. I'm not like that at all. <laughs> they, I, they are just, but we're just, we have the same amount of power for each other. Like, I can't do anything to them, and they really can't do anything to me. So, like, I can, like, maybe the reason why that guy was pissed is because he was like, yo, bitch, I'm trying to sleep. It's 1.30 in the morning. Why are you making so much racket? Oh, maybe. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Maybe he was just like, bitch, shut up. <laughs> Maybe he was like, okay, so what is about what about this theory that like they're just um how we're all living in the same on the same earth but in different timelines? Yeah, I felt that. So there's Maybe. like sometimes it's like just a glitch in the time frame where Maybe you're seeing somebody run down your hall and that mm-hmm. person in another time is actually running down the hall and thinking I think I just saw a ghost washing some dishes at the sink. Like, yeah, because they are, but just somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And that's like that's like witching hour is like it's three o'clock in the morning. But that, mm. that's uh, roughly right. But it's like the time when the veil is thinner, the most thin, right, mm. the thinnest. So, I mean, things do go down more at night. But I also feel like that could be a shadow thing too. Sure. Um, I remember where you think you see something. Yeah. I remember one time I was walking and this was in Panguitch again too. And there's a abandoned motel and it was popular in like the sixties and seventies. Um, I think my mom might've worked there for a summer or something like that. Um, but I was walking home one night and so there's like a courtyard and it's on a corner, 
but there's like a courtyard and you can look up and I looked up onto the second floor and there was a person staring down at me <laughs> and it it looked like he had like a, the Beatles 60s haircut and he was wearing like a black sweater like a turtleneck so he's like a beatnik sort of thing like a you know okay like uh <clears throat> Ted Bundy looking dude um not creepy like that <laughs> no <laughs> I don't know how anyone ever thought he was attractive by the way <laughs> he was 70s hot people in the 70s had different standards yeah um like you could have one eyebrow <laughs> <laughs> no how many was, eyebrows did your ghost have uh i don't think i because he had a, like a swoop going oh but, okay um we like kind of like locked eyes and i was like in my head this is before i was doing drugs by the way i was like i'm imagining this oh. like my imagination is getting the better of me yeah. but i had to walk around the corner and this whole ho- this whole motel is uh, on the corner and I was worried when I turned the corner because like right when you turn the corner there's double glass doors that he was going to be standing there oh that's scary <laughs> so that was just me freaking myself out yes our interaction wasn't freaky at all it was the walk from you know the courtyard where we we were like locking eyes for 10 steps mm-hmm. to the 30 steps to get around the corner and thinking that he was going to be standing right there like that was that was what yeah. the one that scared the hell out of me yeah you freaked yourself out yeah but like, um, but how do you know that that was like, not a not a human? It could have been a human, totally. Yeah, totally could have been a human. Somebody that was like unfashionable for this time. Yeah, but it also just kind of felt like, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just because I'm a dreamer. Like I don't know because like at this stuff, I'm I'm open to anything. Sure. You know, and this is also one of the reasons why. <laughs> I don't know. The, when people ask me why I left the church, it's like, look, man, I'm open to anything, and they, yeah. I, they weren't, I wasn't buying what they were selling. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did not. It was. It's a tough sell, mm-hmm. and it did not sell well. But um, when I when I was having this interaction with him, I truly, I was like, okay, who is that? Like, why don't I know this person? Yeah, because it's a small town. But it's also like I knew what I was looking at. You know, when you just yeah. know. Yeah. You know? Yep. Oh, man. Uh, hotels are so fucking creepy. Yeah. Uh, did I tell you about my Vegas hotel story? Uh, tell me. Okay, well. <laughs> part of this is the reason why I'm going to the doctor. <laughs> so, um, my friends and I regularly talk about ghost stories. And so, like, for instance, every time I visit my sister-in-law, I hear walking around, like, I wake up in the middle of the night and just like hear pacing around the apartment. Mm-hmm. And I Which know is what the creepiest feeling ever. Right. Cause it's like, are you What's happening? Yeah. walking around me? And one of the last times that I said, like I experienced this, I called out for Christy and I was like, Christy, is that you? Mm-hmm. And she didn't respond. And so I was like, cause I finally get up the courage. I'm always waking up and feeling like so terrified that I'm hearing walking around. This happened to me. When I was like, so Spence and I rented our apartment before we got married in Bountiful. Mm -hmm. And this happened in that apartment in Bountiful. And then I had Spencer bless it and it never happened again. But like now that we're not religious, like my sister-in-law is not going to bless her apartment so that I don't feel spooked by ghosts when I visit. You know what I mean? Sage it. Like I sage sage a lot. No, I I I don't. you don't, I you don't, don't sage I don't sage because it's a sacred resource and it's not for my culture. Well, it's for half of my culture that my family denies, but it's fine. 
Well, I mean, Cassandra gave me my bundle of sage, and she's Navajo, so I guess. So, but you are also adopted Navajo. Like That's true. That's true. I'm not. My family is like, no, we're not Native Americans. We're Californians. And I'm like, okay, California. Yeah, but that's, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm a hard sell on cultural appropriation because I feel like every time I'm dipping my toes into someone else's culture, I'm celebrating it. Uh, yeah, there is definitely, we should talk about cultural appropriation versus appreciation yeah. someday. Because uh, it's a very complicated topic for me to also talk about since I'm but, a melting pot of per- people. Right. And like, we, I grew up, you know, around all the navs and yeah. and the Utes and the Paiutes. And I remember my mom having um, a medicine man bless our house. He, he came in and blessed our house. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. I would love that. Um, but I also feel like if I don't know the proper protocol for any sacred religious or cultural thing that I'm just messing with something that I don't know about and I'm going to fuck it up. I I feel like we have the same um t- like we have the we have the same instincts but we interpret them differently. <laughs> because Which is in, so cool. <laughs> in my mind same page as you on that, but I'm like that's why I don't like religion though is cuz I feel like things can be you shouldn't, to your have, interpretation. You, sh- you shouldn't have to know everything about mm. something to be able to practice it or enjoy it. Yeah. Or, you know, like, yeah, like, I, I, <laughs> I'm not like, I, I'm not fully versed in the way of the Navajo. I right. know, a, I know more than the average white person, I'm right. sure. Yes. Um, but I don't know anywhere near as much as the average Navajo. No. <laughs> you know? So I, I, but I like love what I do know and what I, you know, I take some of it and I leave some of it. And I yeah. feel like that same with Mormonism. I take some of it and I leave some of it. But I, because of that, I will never be, I'll never define myself. And I think that's another reason why I don't have such an issue with supernatural things is because I don't define mm. myself. Um, I have my energy boundaries set where it's like certain things can't en- enter my energy but it doesn't mean we can't interact walk, walk the same path for a couple minutes you know yeah and whereas i'm like i'm open to everything but i'm also scared of everything so <laughs> i don't know i'm not gonna mess with it i'm just gonna like live my normal i'm try- i'm just trying to establish my mental health right now mm-hmm. i don't need to be scrounging around anybody else's bullshit no that's true and like i was so proud of myself because this last weekend um i went down for Kayla's birthday and on the way home um they're in Circleville which is um the town where Bush Cassidy's from <laughs> there is yes. uh, this row of houses that are just empty and they've always like I drive past and they've been empty my whole life mm-hmm. and I've been driving past them my whole life yes and so I was driving home and it was like dusk <laughs> it was like twilight time where it's like it's hard to see at night you know yeah and but like also it's you can see everything but it's hard to see at like a distance like that's the worst time when you're driving for deer to pop out yes yep so you have to be looking yeah so i decided to pull into this uh house (laughs) and i just walked in by myself i turned on my camera light on my phone and i walked all through it upstairs downstairs basement like i plowed through this whole entire thing (laughs) And I didn't feel bad energy in there. I feel if mm-hmm. I would have, I would have left. Yes. But it's possible the energy has long since left it. But the fact that I wasn't even scared and I was by myself and like, even Bobby, like, a, you've like got a, so many balls. You got just <laughs> balls hanging off of you. 
<laughs> all balls. <laughs> I mean, I was honestly this. I mean, you saw my Instagram story. I'm like, there's the hantavirus is on my shoes. Like I could smell it. But yeah, like, and there were bats all over the place. Like I kept yes. having to like shoo bats away. But um, that sort of stuff. I you know like, <laughs> even if there would have been negative energy in there. I was I wasn't there for that. I was there just because I wanted to see what the inside of that place was. Like I think wow. it's all about your intentions, you know. <sighs> and when you're si- you're sitting here saying like you're not necessarily you're not setting intentions at all right now, but what you're saying is I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. So in a way, you're setting an intention where yeah. they are allowed to scare you. But I'm just like, nope. I'm just gonna be cool, calm, and collected <laughs> at this moment. But yeah, like if I would have taken you into that house, you would have no. lost your mind. Listen. Remember when you took me to the place? I will talk about that in a minute. I see it on the list. I'm going to talk about the Vegas thing for a real quick second. Okay, sorry, yeah. So I was in Vegas, and when in Vegas, what happens in Vegas gets told on this podcast, I guess. I went I went to the back alley and got some gummies from some guy. Some guy. Just kidding. It was a real dispensary. But I, I decided, like, what? you know Why what I'm going to do? Why did you go to a dispensary? <laughs> Seriously, as you're saying that, I'm popping a gummy into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I like I like credited sources for my drugs. No, but you said you went into a back alley and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, no. The entrance of the the dispensary was in this back alley because, oh, okay. because the uh, the storefront was getting remodeled due to, you know, people... The coronavirus well and like everybody's the, getting a business facelift <laughs> dude seriously i went to a dispensary in california where the, you could go there was like a line out the back door and it yeah. was like a whole new re- yeah for the covid yes yep so um i got some gummies and i decided you know what the, so the first night i took two and i was like i'm really feeling myself <laughs> uh second night i took three and I was really feeling myself. Mm-hmm. Listen, I had this little party in my... I didn't do anything in Vegas, by the way. I was just, like, playing solitaire with my Walgreens deck of cards that I bought. And um, watching Better Call Saul and, like, eating cereal. That's what I did for my Vegas trip. Right. And sleeping. That's a great, and that's a great Vegas trip. Yeah, I was just sleeping. So, like, that night, I, like... I had lost my hotel keys... And while I was at Walgreens and um, I couldn't find them. So I went to the front room or the whatever. And I said, hey, I lost my hotel keys. I need new ones. And she was like, OK. So um, I get into my room. I'm high, whatever. And then um, I'm falling asleep. Finally, at like I- I'm falling asleep watching Peanut Butter Falcon with Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Is that good, by the way? Yes, it was really good. I have a crush on Shia LaBeouf, and I have issues with his domestic violence. Oh, I've had yeah, I've had a crush on him since Even Stevens, and I'm like, I yes, fix him. Yes, <laughs> I will. You Shia, know, if you're listening to this, I can fix you. Stop. <laughs> I want Shia. I've been tweeting this forever. Whatever, bitch. You're married. Get off my dick. Listen, I think if I married him, it would be fine. Or you know, I just I don't want to marry him. I want a long term relationship with him. What's wrong with us? <laughs> Why am I feeling so territorial right now? I don't know. I can <laughs> just say like, Trent Reznor. I love Shia LaBeouf. No, like, I no. love Shia LaBeouf. No, He's I mine. love Shia LaBeouf. Uh, I do have a problem with his domestic um, 
violence because like i had a shitty childhood and i've never like punched anybody right so like maybe level up bro like get on our level yeah um, it is it is a level up um yeah no there's no there's no excuse yeah but i fucking adore him and i would i would i told spence i was like i love shia labeouf (laughs) i love shia labeouf and i love rachel mcadams and those are very really cute too yeah she's cute (laughs) um but anyway i'm trying to tell you my ghost story (laughs) sorry i want to talk about shia (laughs) (laughs) we'll talk about shia later okay uh all night right as i'm trying to fall asleep i hear okay so no first first thing that happens i'm falling asleep and i hear somebody trying to jiggle my door like out the door and so i like like outside like did you have a connecting door or like the outside in the hall the outside in the hall door i hear him trying to jiggle that door and like insert a key and then jiggle the door and so like very carefully and quietly get up and go towards the door and there's nobody there but then the door on the connecting room so i had a connecting room and the handle to that door starts jiggling like i can hear it jiggling and i had just locked it right before i went to bed to snuggle into peanut butter falcon so i was like feeling like holy shit my one fear is coming true where i'm going to be human trafficked and i thought that i was like you know, not going to be a target of this because I'm too heavy to actually get sedated for drugs. Like that's going to be not cost efficient for truck, uh, human traffickers, but now I'm going to, it's going to happen. So I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God. So I like to just like go back to my room. I'm so grateful that I like, I like make all the locks and whatever. And I'm just like, so terrified and that like, they go away. So I think, Oh, well, like maybe they had the wrong room. Well, and you're also probably like, okay, I'm stoned. I'm just being paranoid. Yes. But from from uh, the jiggling of the the door to like the other door, it was like instantaneous, right? Like it was like one yes. to the other. Like yes, human, it was no just like as soon this, as I got it. to the other the door, it was like already over there. It was just like back and forth, Ugh. back and forth. And I was just like, I was like so scared. And then so then that stops happening, and I'm about to fall asleep because I'm high and like it's I'm exhausted and. You know, just like sleeping, and you're old. Yeah, it's it's time. <laughs> and as soon as I, as soon as I like, almost am asleep, I hear this like, like, mm. like in a, on the table in the room, and I'm like, what the fuck? And so like, I just like try to ignore it, and then it happens again, and so then I like turn on the light and I look, and like there's nothing in the room. And I'm like, okay, like I can't see anything. Do that. So I like turn off the light again. I'm like listening to Peanut Butter Falcon, like sleeping, and then like it happens again. So then it starts happening on the window outside. Like like my head is at the head of the bed is the window. Starts happening at the window, and so all night I'm like almost falling asleep, and it's like, and I'm like fuck, like leave me alone. And it's not doing it any like. It's like doing it randomly, so there's no like, yes. There's it's no not like a regular for it. Yeah. yeah, and I was like trying to like say it's just it's just hail for some fucking reason. It's gonna hail on my window tonight, like in the middle of the desert. And there's no storm inside, but it's hail, <laughs> or it's like the house creak. You know, like yeah. I'm just or it's like the air it's conditioning. The casino settling. <laughs> yeah, it's just settling. It's house settling. Uh, 
or it's just like the air conditioning turning on even though there's no air blowing you know what i mean it's just like all of these different things i'm just like and i don't dare go into another room and find out like you know what i mean like yeah. i'm just you're like petrified yeah and so Literally. i just i just i just i'm i have my um it's like headphones i have headphones and i plugged it into the fully charged ipad and i turn it on to like spotify white noise and i blast my ears with white noise and try to get some sleep Mm -hmm. and that's the only way i slept was like ignoring it because i couldn't like i couldn't get past it i told spence like i had the worst night this happened and he was just like you're high and i'm like (laughs) no shit but but like (laughs) regardless it's happening to me and i'm like not comfortable with it i'm very freaked out like i'm not comfortable i don't like it i don't want to be bothered all the time like uh anyway so before i as i I told him like before i ever tried drugs these things would happen to me like the um ghost that the first time we were high and i saw the ghost walk into our room and then like look at me and then like come up the side of bed my bed and like peer into my face while I'm like looking at him back like who the fuck is this and he's looking at me thinking who the fuck is this like that that was all on drugs but before but it's also like this is exactly what I'm saying because like the beatnik and I at the hotel he and I had a fine experience like he wasn't we weren't doing anything to each other but it was what I made in my head like the things that i yeah. can that scared the hell out of me because yeah. like te- technically nothing was happening to you but you're like what if i look in here and this happens or what if i turn and someone's looking at me or da, 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 da. yeah 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 and so it's just like i'm i've never not i'm like i've had experiences while i wasn't on drugs so i don't know why they would stop when i'm on a substance that heightens my experience to paranormal you know what i mean like it's like hey this person that's usually receptive towards having ghost experiences are super sensitive to them or energies she's on a different level now and they she's more receptive to it yeah no um i don't i don't know what do you think so i was looking into it uh, because my one friend was like i've had this experience and it's always like right when i'm trying to fall asleep so i was looking up like um auditory hallucinations between that stage of awake and asleep and it's they people have reported it and it's usually related to an early sign of neuropathy mm-hmm. and diabetes is also related to neuropathy so i have an appointment with my doctor to discuss and rule out that I have neuropathy before i even talk about more ghost stories cuz i'm like and eh, that's probably just neuropathy <laughs> So you just think that you uh, have to freak yourself out to fall asleep or what? Does this happen to you like every time you fall asleep or is it just... um, No. Does this happen to her every time she falls asleep? So I was looking up uh, this specific thing. Like it does usually happen when we're falling asleep. Like I've heard whistles right like in that in between stage or like the reason why I wake up in the middle of the night and hear those footsteps is probably because I'm in between REM cycles and I'm having like uh, a sleep paralysis type thing or like a, you know what I mean? Like this is all like very 
carefully placed medical reasons why I could be experiencing this outside of the paranormal. But she was just talking to me about it. And I was like, oh, I looked it up and it was like, that could be a sign. And she was like, well, I'm just going to say it's ghosts. And I'm like, yeah, it's ghosts. <laughs> it's like, I don't need another thing wrong with me. Kay. Yeah. And also ghosts. <laughs> uh, one of my buddies has night terrors regularly. That's um, scary. He's a twin. And I wonder if maybe he was supposed to be a triplet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna dive into really wild theories here no but i love that like this honestly this is probably why this stuff doesn't bother me because i love it it's like fun to me <laughs> but um i've had i've only had one night you've had i've only had like one severe night terror mm-hmm. and it happened during the day and it was i will i was taking a nap and i woke up and so like my sister's blonde hair blue eyed like me mm-hmm. um she looks like a um well, rightfully so because of her your genetic sharing with her. But I always thought that she looked like uh, the you, but from a different store. <laughs> like oh, oh, the generic version of me. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but like not generic. It's just like, I don't know, like. Yeah, no, she's like shorter than me. And uh, we, we, we've looked, you can tell we're sisters. People, we yes. used to wait tables together and people would ask us if we were twins. And I'm like, yes. well, she's eight years older than me and like half a foot shorter than me. So... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, she just looks like a similar a similar product. She just looks like my fucking sister. Yes. <laughs> so anyways, I was living in my sister's basement and um she has blonde hair, blue eyed eyes. And I could what woke me up was she was playing the piano upstairs. Mm, and mm-hmm. um I opened my eyes and staring at me was my sister, smiling huge with big eyes. But no. she she had black hair and like not blue eyes. They were like no. dark and like dark lips. And she was like very white. And we just stared at each other for like, it felt like forever while I could hear my sister playing the piano upstairs. <laughs> it was like, holy shit. That's so scary. And it was daytime. Yeah. So like the light was shining in on this figure. Yeah. And I lived in my sister's basement and it has. Like, my room was in the middle, but, like, there, oh, yeah. was, there were storage rooms all around it. And it was an old house. So I was, like, freaked the fuck out. Do and not like, like that. I don't like this story. <laughs> I don't like yeah. that imagery. Well, and, like, the thing that, for me, too, is it's, like, I feel like I would have snapped out of it in two seconds if I wouldn't have heard my sister playing the piano. Yeah. Because I was, like, my sister can't be in two places right now. Yeah. Like, I'd just be, like, fuck off, Bob, or I would have gone back to sleep and just imagine. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I could hear her playing the piano, and I just, like, stared at this thing, locked eyes. And then, like, even, like, I felt like I blinked, and it was still there, you know? <sighs> Which I hate that. That's something I yeah. do not like. Well, like, in the middle of the night things, I'm, like, checking myself. I'm, like, am I hearing that? Am I hearing this? Am I hearing mm-hmm. this? Yeah. I am hearing this. Now I'm going to work up the courage to say, Christy, is that you? And it's Christy? still happening. <laughs> yeah. Christy, help help me christy um i took a sound machine back um to her place the last time i was down there because of and it worked man it worked well that's covering up the sound is good (laughs) yeah no that's a good solution for sure like uh i have these headphones that i love i can't recommend them enough that are a headband (laughs) yes (laughs) and like if i like i'll put just like rain on it and like if i if i have like a creepy night i can just Tune cover, it out. cover my eyes and turn it up and I'm good. The end. The end. 
<laughs> but here's something that does freak me out, and that is skinwalkers. <sighs> skinwalkers are something that uh, I'm not. I'm not so blasé about it, you know, at all. Yeah. With skinwalkers. Okay. Fair. Because uh, <laughs> fair. I believe, like, okay, first of all, I mean, according to folklore, as far as I've heard, we're good because we're not purebred uh, natives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, like you, are have any native. <laughs> I do. My great what? grandma. My great grandma's full. Uh, it's she's not Navajo. She's something else. My gra- My grandpa is like black haired, olive skin. So is my mom. Oh, yeah. What? There's just, there's just a lot of blonde. In okay, my so the only thing that I've heard about your family is that you're all probably Nazis, and so when you're like, <laughs> "No, I am part Native American," I think you're joking. But now, no, I think my my grandpa's grandma is full. I think that puts so much weight into that vision of your sister with black hair. Oh wow! I never thought about it like that. Her skin was really pale, though. Well, she's a ghost. She well, yeah, and a Nazi. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, my cousin Oakley, who's were two months apart, and it's my mom's uh, brother's kid. She's okay. she's dark. She's got long black hair, dark skin. Okay, well, yeah. how about that? My mom's brothers all have black hair too. Wow. Yeah. So we're, uh, but my grandma, my mom's mom is a strawberry blonde. My dad is, both his parents are blonde, blonde hair, blue Okay. Eye. Okay. 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 So. Wow. That puts some, oh, that's a different spin on this whole story. Okay. Well, and you saw that picture I posted of my brother, Jake, like he's the dark one in the family too. And he like doesn't burn ever. His skin gets very tan when he's like comes home from Afghanistan or whatever, mm-hmm. when he's mm-hmm. out doing whatever he's, he gets tan like that. I don't, I don't, I never see him burned. Mm. Um, and he has, you know, he has dark hair. Yeah. He's a, he's a dark boy and he's got green eyes. I just thought he dyed it. No, that's his natural hair color. I just thought he dyed it cause a skater boy. Well, no, he dyed it in high school. He dyed it black, but his hair is dark. It's like dark brown. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, okay. um, yeah. So there is a native American in me. Um, I don't know to what extent no one does my genealogy. And I think again, cause there's Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> um so we're again we're from southern utah and that's that's native american country all of utah is uh the whole mid you know the whole midwest you know the southwest um is kind of where all the natives got exiled to Mm -hmm. i feel the reason why they got put on the land that they got put on is because when they were giving uh the white man like tours they're like beware of this place and it's like how we know where to go and where not to go. Mm-hmm. Um, we just know the land. Mm-hmm. I think they interpret it as they understand the beast that lives there, so they put them there. So that's that's why I think like the reservations. A you know, the history is ugly of a yeah. reservation, but I also think they got put on certain patches of land because they have supernatural properties already and they got warned by the the white man got warned by the native americans again this is all speculation Uh, (laughs) and that's why they got the territories that they have like because uh the navajo reservation in uh arizona there's parts of it that scare the hell out of me and i will not be on a reservation after dark either yes no way absolutely not um and i don't know if that's across the board across the country if that's how all reservations are but here that's how it is Mm-hmm. And then uh, all my neighbor, the neighborhood kids growing up were uh, 
Navajos and <laughs> would tell us these stories of skinwalkers. And what skinwalkers are essentially are uh, kind of like a demon. Um, they're like half animal, half human. Um, they can like shape shift. Um, but like what I... I heard it was like a medicine man that turned to the dark side. So it was like a good person that decided that they were going to be a witch or something. I like, I feel like that they're like, you know how Jesus and Satan were brothers Mm -hmm. in Mormonism. Mm -hmm. I feel like medicine man and skinwalkers are brothers, but like the yin and the yang kind of thing. I've had it explained in two different ways the the first one is kind of like the animalistic one where it's like if a skinwalker, oh yeah if a skinwalker crosses your path they can replace your body parts with animal parts so it's like even like sleeping on the tramp like my uh the natives in my neighborhood would never sleep on the tramp with us because they're like if a skinwalker crosses our path they can fuck with me oh no way <laughs> yeah so we were like okay okay but um, i always hated sleeping on the tramp anyway because it would get fucking freezing oh i love it i love the freezing no and then <laughs> um, no but the second thing what you're talking about is um a skinwalker is someone who lives outside because the native american values are very like you know natural not very anti-white man western civilization like the capitalism is just so negative uh even the women um are the leaders in navajo culture which i didn't know until this year (laughs) um so uh their ways are just almost the exact opposite of ours. So like if you see like a native American, who's like the CEO of a bank, uh-huh. they're a skinwalker <laughs> or they have a power. Like if they see something on you that they like, like if someone liked the color of my eyes, they would have the power. Like this is the medicine man thing to take. Mm-hmm. They would get the color of my eyes and I'd go blind. Mm. So like that sort of thing. Mm. So there's like different variations. Um, I feel like I learned about like the city kind of skinwalker when I lived in the city and then oh, like yeah. this kind of folky country uh, yeah. skinwalker when I lived in the country. So maybe it just, the folklore adapts to where you're at. I also think that maybe, well, you're white. So are you going to learn the whole history? But also like, there's so many stories about it that like, you can't, it's impossible to hear all of the stories at once, you know? Yeah. And there's like, it's also just kind of like, <laughs> Um, it's like just something, it's like fun, you know, Mm -hmm. like I remember George who had told us, he was one of our, he's one of my childhood friends and he told me and my siblings about it and he was scaring the hell out of us and laughing. He thought it was so funny Mm. that we were terrified, but then we had to walk him home because he was scared. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, please. (laughs) So it's like, it's definitely like tall tales again, just like those stories, but it's also like, there's some fear to it and he told me too that um the only way you can kill a skinwalker first of all skinwalkers can only mess with purebred and the only way you can kill a skinwalker is you have to be native and it has to be with a native made uh weapon so like a arrowhead yeah. or whatever yeah but like i've also heard they can run as fast as cars and stuff i used yes to just, i heard I that too because they're like giant wolves or something <laughs> well um there was this movie i don't even remember what it's called but this it's guy called twilight no. <laughs> and it's the best movie ever it and deserves- it's on netflix in june 2020 i don't know i was on hulu a couple months ago and i tried and i got through like 30 minutes of it i'm like nope Bro, it, during the pandemic i was like oh, you know what i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna enjoy twilight and you know what i found out you can't enjoy twilight <laughs> no i definitely do enjoy twilight 
I'm now attracted to the dads in the story. And I'm like, oh, damn, Charlie. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Charlie. Okay, be protective. Be pissed. Drink that beer. (laughs) Carry that load. Like, Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. Hot daddy. I didn't know. I did not know. But it took me until my 30s to be like, okay. I never thought anyone in that movie was attractive. <laughs> well, they never were as attractive as I imagined them to be. Oh, yeah. No, they, the casting was all wrong. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, back to Skidwalker. <laughs> no, there's a movie. Um, it's like a Western, and it's about this guy who goes crazy. He's married to a native chick. She dies a horrible death, and he carries her body around. And oh at night, God. like through like the desert for like weeks, and in, at night, um, she wakes up around the campfire and talks to him, and she's got like a white eye and like it's like so creepy so i always imagine that that's what a skinwalker looked like and i would drive home from bryce canyon to penguin after after dark so i'd drive to red canyon and i always imagine that that particular female uh warrior native american that was all fucked up and scary was Uh hunched down on my third roof of my car oh my god bobby that's what I'd always imagine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, similarly, after The Grudge came out and I watched it at my friend Aaron's house, Aaron lived like three miles away from me and I had to drive down Hebler's Pond Road <laughs> and then to down your go driveway. to my house and down to my driveway. <laughs> and it's all dark and there's no street lights. I, I, from that day, I was like, nope, this Grudge lady is following me home. Okay, but Skinwalker lady with a, with a white eye? Yeah, and like I feel that's like she, fucking I, scary. I feel like she talked like freaky, and she was like no! sort of decomposing, and like oh my god, and like also just like unstoppable. Like she I drove, don't like it. She drove this guy crazy. Like I don't know. I I was just very. Uh, I don't know if you okay. guys have noticed. I have an imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I have attention deficit, and I'm a gifted child. And I'm also like I was just stoned the whole time, so I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> So like, could you imagine terrifying. like getting out of your car, looking over, and having we like swack you or whatever? Mm-mm. Oh, and that's another thing too. I took Sandra down because she does COVID relief. Um, she's she's uh, from Tuba City. Oh and, yeah. Which, by the way, just um, to be topical for a second, these Catholic schools that have all these kids buried. Yes. Let's not pretend like Canada is the only fucking place that does it. No. When and I, let's not pretend that it's ancient history. Oh, no. Exactly. This is exactly my point. When I took Cassandra down to Tuba City six months ago to get her COVID, her vaccination shot, uh-huh. um, she showed me her school. And it's the only... There's like a, a red brick sort of situation house that's like very colonial. And then there's like a school that looks like a prison. And she's like, that's where they made us... The white man came in. They made us go to that school. They cut my hair. They tried to like domesticate us. Oh, my God. So it's like, this isn't, this is something that's, she's 35. And she, oh did, this God. was her, this was her, like, they, this was the and, 90s. Yeah. Like, they up and left and moved to Richfield. That's where she went before she came and moved to Richfield. Oh, like, my God. They, this is happening today. So let's not sit here and be like, oh, my God, Canada's horrible. We're yeah. horrible. Everyone's been horrible to indigenous people and they deserve yes. better. First Nations deserve better. Oh, my God. And let's listen to them and their voices. <laughs> right. And it's like in the shit, like when she was like, this is going like it just really put the reality to it, you know? Mm. How heartbreaking. But, <laughs> I, when I was driving her down. So like the second day of the pandemic, I was drunk and I backed my car into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> a wall? Yeah, it was like the corner of a wall and my like, I wasn't alerted. It was like some weird ass angle. So anyways, I have like a really nice car 
I mean, I feel like it's nice, but it has like all the features. It has so many safety features. My insurance went down. Oh, so wow. one of the features is when there's someone to the side of you, it, the thing lights up on the, mm-hmm. the rear view mirror or whatever. Or the, I love that feature. I love it too. But mine does it now sporadically. <laughs> and so automatically in my head, whenever it lights up, I think there's a skinwalker running next to me. Oh my God. So Bobby, taking, you're scaring me. <laughs> so I'm taking Cassandra down to get her vaccination. And we left at like three o'clock in the morning. So it's like the sun hasn't come up yet. It was winter too. Like it was like the best time to leave anywhere <laughs> is three o'clock in the morning. Honestly, well, you no, get like, somewhere so fast. <laughs> right. But we hit the reservation at like right when the sun was coming up. But that mm-hmm. kept happening. And she was getting freaked. And I was like, <laughs> OK, I, I could see her like tensing up when it would happen. Mm-hmm. And I explained to her what it was, and she's like, "I seriously thought it was like a skinwalker or something." I'm like, "I always think that." <laughs> <laughs> so the idea of a skinwalker just running next to your car is a very commonly passed around with amongst the Native Americans. Yeah, or like Utah white people trying to scare you too. <laughs> right. Fucking Jordan Jolly. <laughs> well, and that's the funny thing too is because uh, skinwalker or uh, na- natives will tease you about the skinwalker stuff but when it comes down to it they are not interested no nope. yeah they're not trifling they, they ain't about it no nope. like i posted on facebook once i'm like hey natives because like on facebook i had a sh- you know i were around it navajos and stuff i have a ton of native friends yes and uh and i went to culinary school in arizona so like double up right yeah <laughs> so, if anybody's gonna brag about their native connection it is bobby <laughs> yes i love my native connection <laughs> um it's weakening i need to go i like uh, i miss the natives um but uh, i do too um i have like two native friends that i follow but also tons of indigenous tiktok that i follow but I love my native friends. Yeah, and like I love like uh, watching them dance and stuff. So cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I sound like a meth head. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like somebody who's in a program. If Listen. you're a white, if you're a white person talking about the natives like this, you probably <laughs> done meth. I haven't, but my I said this before. I couldn't help it. My I was raised amongst the Navajos, and my dad was on meth. It's my culture. <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> but um they uh i posted hey if i did a, if i was ever to make write and direct a movie about skinwalkers who would be in it and everyone was like no none of us like no. nope <laughs> absolutely not like some of them didn't even comment but some people were like i hesitate to comment and i'm like okay okay well <laughs> you've all terrified me individually i shot my <laughs> shot now <laughs> Well, skinwalkers are like a huge thing right now. There's like a documentary on Hulu or something about Skinwalker Ranch. People talk about Skinwalker Ranch all the time. Yeah, but Skinwalker like, Ranch Post is Malone more... is interested in it. Uh, Skinwalker Ranch is more aliens than Skinwalker, so like I you feel like think people... so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jordan Jolly, the person who I believe is the king of Richfield. I know that we disagree on that. Oh wait, you what? think Tanner is the yeah, and he's running for city council. Called yeah. it. Shut up. Called it. So, okay, so here's an update to this life <laughs> is that I've always been like, oh no, to me, Jordan Jolly is like what made Mr. Richfield. Richfield. He's Mr. The, Richfield. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Richfield. But now, hey, Bobby's always been like, nope, Tanner Thompson, Tanner. And by Thompson. the way, Tanner's younger than us. So the fact that I'm calling out someone younger than us, it means that there's fucking gold in them, their hills. Yes. <laughs> now he's running for, for what city is he council? <laughs> 
Bobby, are you going to go down there and campaign for him since you're such a Tanner Thompson fan? Well, I asked him. I was like, dude, do you have a float? I'll be on it. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I would make a float just for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yo, dude, like, uh, you know, I'm like, you're running for city council. I'm like, why don't you have a float? Like, I was disappointed. I wanted on that float. Wow. <laughs> well, we're going down for the 24th. You want to hop on a float? <laughs> Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Jolly also asked me to be on a float once. Yeah, he's always in the parade with like his like convertible. Jordan I think Jordan. Jolly? I think Jordan Jolly's a good runner up for Mister Richfield, but he's not it. Sorry, Jordan, I love you. Uh, East Side for me, life, bro. But nope. It's not, when it's he not. was making a bur- that burger company, he was like, "Hey, can you be on a float and like dress in colonial garb and like wear a big hat and stuff?" And I was like. I think that sounds miserable. <laughs> but yes. No, I didn't say yes. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I don't like the heat. And I'm like, no. And I don't even wake up on time. So like, I would like definitely hold the parade back. Oh, yeah. Know? No, I never wake up on time for the parade. Oh, man. But I was like, but I want a burger. <laughs> but I will eat one of your scone burgers. Yes. <laughs> anyway, Jordan Jolly, when I was like. This it's, was. It's funny that Jordan Jolly scared you too, by the way, because Jordan Jolly lived a block. I could see his house from my front door, <sighs> and so we were raised in the same neighborhood with all these Navajo kids. So it's funny that he's the guy who's scaring the hell out of oh you with my Skinwalker gosh. shit. Well, okay, so like this was like after I did the whole college thing, I had to come home, and then like I got uh, cornered into this mission decision that I thought I wasn't going to do. <laughs> I don't want to say that because it was such a good experience, but also that's the truth is like, I didn't want to do it, but I felt like I was cornered into it. I mean, and the, so two this aren't, like, the two aren't mutually exclusive. You know what I mean? Like you can have like a you can be cornered into a situation and be like, it was a good experience, but I didn't want to do it. Yeah. That is where I am at. Um, so like, and then my cousin would come down the whole like summer. It was like the summer of 2009 or something like that. And Jordan Jolly was dating the girl that lived down the street from me. Uh, Her name was Amber and she lived on Hepler's Pond Road. And she always had like experiences happening to her where she's like, things got thrown at me in my house or I I would hear laughing or water drips and stuff. So like she was like real spooky. And she and I had an experience where one time we were walking out her back door and we both like were like, we felt like a, like a, like, stopped and we just decided simultaneously that we were going to go out the front door and walk around and I was like did you feel that too and she was like yep I felt that too and I was just gonna I'm just gonna walk around that and not be around that <laughs> I'm just gonna avoid this situation yeah there's sometimes As, you just gotta ignore shit yeah you're just like oh that's not for me today uh so <laughs> one time I believe I will <laughs> my cousin Amber and I were like hanging out with Jordan Jolly and this was like the summer of like going to Denny's runs at 3 a.m. and stuff and like Mm -hmm. just being hooligans around the county and he decided he was going to take a bunch of people like a bunch of people were hanging out we were playing Guitar Hero and like playing on our new smartphones or whatever Um, (laughs) because it was 2009 and um, your plan to a thousand texts we were like (laughs) yeah well it was unlimited back then too i was on the unlimited plan for so long yeah um so he was like let's go out and call the skinwalkers like i native american told me the real name and so if you say their real name then they'll come and get you and i was like 
yeah, that's not going to be for me. No, thanks. And then he was like, come on, it's going to be fun. So like a bunch of them are like, we're walking down Hepler's Pond Road and Hepler's Pond is like a curvy. It's it the road hugs the hill and all of its curves that go out. And then on the other side of the road is like a pond, like a yeah, swamp like- pond. For context, Kepler's Pond is the perfect mix of ghost story and pair like and skinwalker shit yes. because it's out in the middle of nowhere there, and there's also the pioneer aspect too. And then there's this ghost story about Hepler who like killed his family and then hung himself. And certain times of night, you can see him hanging in the trees and stuff. Yep, it's all just like tall and then, tales like, and fun. <laughs> actual wars broke out between the pioneers and the Native mm-hmm. Americans that live there in that it, on that very road, and so like. And it's, it's kind of marshy, like there's like a swamp in the middle of the desert yes, sort of thing. It's, yeah. It is nuts. Anyway, so like their walk, it's like middle of the night. It's like maybe uh, it, there, there's some moonlight and it's like cascading around the pond and stuff. And my cousin and I were like, no, I don't want to do that. So we're just like halfway participating because we're not going to be left alone in Amber's yeah. house where yeah. there's actual ghost stories happening. So we're like walking behind them like probably like a football field and we're hearing them up in the up in the front area like giggling and laughing and s- s- yelling out the skinwalker name uh. and we're we're like nope not for us well all of a sudden i feel like okay so my cousin amber's on my left side and i feel on my left ankle a hand just kind of swoop my ankle like a <laughs> like something reached out and grabbed like your like your uh achilles part tendon right yes yeah. but not like grab just like, like just a, like like a like a swoop caressed yeah yeah and i turn to look over my left shoulder like what the hell mm-hmm. at the same time my cousin turns and looks over her right shoulder the very same time. Right. So I start running. I'm like, nope. And she starts running too. And we're like running, running, running. We're like, oh my God, what's that? <laughs> and then so like, was like right before we get to Jordan, we stop and we're like, okay, why are you running? And she's she did the hand motion. She's just like, I felt this on my leg, on this leg. I felt this. And I'm like, I felt this on my leg too. It was like a, Uh and she's like, yes, like a, and I'm like, and so like, we're running, we keep running and we're like, something just happened to us. And they're like, and I don't know if they just thought we were being stupid or what, but like we were, no, you could not convince us otherwise that this did not happen. So, Amber, I went on my mission. I come home. We get, we both get married. This is like in 2005, 15, 2015. (laughs) Sorry. 2015. We were 17. (laughs) We go back in time. Uh, It's like 2015. Uh, Spence and I had just like decided we were going to leave the church. And so Amber and her husband and Spence and I were sneaking into town to get some booze so that we can go drink it at the Lions Park. Yeah. And <laughs> we just like, I don't know. It's we funny just how spent- you revert back because Lindy and I got drunk at the fucking Annabelle Cemetery. <laughs> oh my God. Spence saw a ghost in the Annabelle Cemetery. You don't have to I- ask him about it. I got naked at night in the Annabelle Cemetery while I was changing up a swimming suit. So that ghost saw me naked. Oh, yeah. 
they were having a great time. <laughs> okay, so you're driving with going to get booze or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I haven't talked about this with anybody since. And so I just, like, I just, I haven't even talked to Spencer about it. I was just, like, thinking about it. And I was just, like, I'd, like, put it down in that box of things of your soul that you thought that was weird. I guess I'll just, like, hold on to that sometime. <laughs> um, I... I turned back and I looked over and I was like, Amber, what does this mean to you? And I did the hand motion and I did. She's like, don't ever do that. Don't ever fucking do that to me again. Don't ever fucking do that to me again. And because the whole mood of the car changed, the husbands were like, (laughs) like, what? Whoa, what the fuck? Like, why are you? What is the defense? Yeah. Yeah. And so Amber was like, no, no, we're not going to talk about it. No. And I was like, I just wanted to know if that that was like a real thing that happened to us. And she was like, absolutely, it happened. I don't want to talk about it. And so like <laughs> the boys end up beating it out of us. Mm-hmm. And then they decide that they're going to look up on Google how to pronounce the name of oh, the skinwalker. The Native American. <laughs> and then they kidnap me and take me out on Hepler's Pond Road. As if we're not close enough already living in that house that I live in. Right, right. And they start calling and I'm like, I'm leaving you. I'm fucking leaving you. I'm hopping over into the driver's seat and we're gone. And they're like, okay, okay. And then then Spence later said, I'm not going to lie. We heard like ducks quacking and we were like, let's get the F out of here. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have, I have a... Because there's certain things you're not supposed to do. Obviously calling out to them is one of them. Yeah. Because I tried to explain, um, my buddy Andy, he, he and I get talked talk about the supernatural stuff because he he knows my brother. My brother is not like he doesn't he doesn't think he has any gifts or anything. I know he does, but he denies them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His gifts are all musical. <laughs> so uh, Andy and I will get into these conversations because it's like uh, it's like a side of he doesn't get to see that side of my family with Seth through Zach. Right. So we get into these conversations about this stuff. And I was like, we were talking about reservations and he's like, wait, what do you mean? And I was like, it's not even necessarily. I'm like, I'm like, have you ever, he's like, I, one time I was on the res getting gas. He was going to Vegas uh-huh. and he's like, and his wife, Cindy was like, get in the car right now. He's like, I didn't even get a full tank. He's like, she made me hang it up. She's like, something's coming. And I'm like, yeah, something was coming for you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so is it like just evil stuff out there or what? I'm like, it's not that it's evil. It's just that it will explore every part of you and you don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so freaky. And he's like, he's like, Whoa, that's seriously. And I'm like, yeah, but it was coming for you. Her intuition was correct. Like, yeah. Listen to the women in your life, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> but like, um, there's like that stuff. And then, um, you're not supposed to whistle at night. Oh um, yeah. That, I did not know that. Okay. So, I always, I've known about this forever. Don't whistle at night. And I always just assumed it was a human whistle. Like, uh-huh. so, like everyone in my family whistles. We can all whistle. And um, so yeah, I just whistling assume, is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like a, is it, you think it's a, a Utah thing or like a, a Mormon thing? What is it? Like a small town. We don't have anything else to do. Let's teach ourselves how to whistle. For I don't know. Like we have a family saying that's like whistling girls and crowing hens always come to some bad end what that's some witchy shit yeah it's from scotland and it's like mm. this so for like, real some witchy shit some bog witch shit yeah yeah so we just i just you know we whistle because i 
I didn't know I was going to come to some bad end, but here I am. <laughs> but well, yeah, whistling. Whist- I, I've, I kept, I've always been able to whistle. My sister had to teach herself when she was in high school. No way. Yeah, but I've always just known how. And my mom whistles like she's a really strong whistler. <laughs> yeah, whistling is how Spence and I got together, honestly. Because oh. he, asked, he asked me, can you whistle? And I was like, pfft this fucker this hold my this, beer hold my root beer yeah but then i was like this guy just wants to see what my lips oh, can do oh okay i wouldn't have thought yeah. of that but i want to see i'm so naive i would have been like yeah. oh yeah you want to see me whistle but anyway so i always just thought it was gonna be like uh you could hear like a human whistling yeah so a couple like a month ago i was um i always pee at maple grove or whatever um yeah. and so it was nighttime and i was peeing outside I was popping a squat and I heard a bird like a morning bird whistle across the fence like okay so I pulled in and like so I was peeing on the driver's side of my car so it was like across my car and across the street on the other side of the fence okay there was a I could hear a bird whistling and my first instinct because of like I don't know how I was raised or whatever was to whistle like to greet the bird with a whistle like my lips were formed to whistle back and it was midnight and I had to stop myself and I got like, so like, Oh my God. 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 I got in my car. Like, I think I made myself stop peeing even. Yeah. You're like, this is it done. And I was so terrified that I was going to see something in my backup camera. Oh my God. Like all this stuff. But like, it never occurred to me that it was going to be a bird whistle. Right. Right. So that was a weird that was like the I usually I don't usually get freaked out by this stuff anymore, but that freaked me. I I remember texting you and I was like, Oh my god. Because oh. I was freaked the fuck out. And then um if you hear like a baby crying in the night, don't go look for it. That's oh, a, wait. That's I a wanna tactic. pause you right there because do you remember when we went down to Richfield and you stopped to pee at Meadow Grove or whatever? Yeah. And then you're like, Come out here come out here and test your eyeballs and see if you're good as good at seeing in the dark as I am. And I was like, go away. <laughs> Hurry the fuck up oh, I and get done. Because you were like, come on out. And I was like, no, I'm not going out there when you just literally told me this skinwalker story. Yeah, You're like, that's, oh, that's, I forgot about that. That's an interesting thing because um, I had to pee the when I the whistling thing. I usually go all the way back, you know. How yeah, I, where we, we were went. Like, where we went. But I just pulled like, I was probably like 100 feet into that road. And I never stopped there. Yeah. So I never really feel anything creep. That was the first time I've ever, f- and I wasn't even necessarily that I was creeped out. It was like I almost got caught by a skinwalker. Mm. That's how I felt. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know who I am, and you're like, come outside, and I'm like, no, <laughs> not an no, idiot. I, I'm always interested to see uh, the people's because like I can see so good at, in night at nighttime. So I think maybe that's why I'm not scared at night is because I have really good night vision. I can too. And it's because you told me that story that I was like, I'm not going to look around for this stuff. <laughs> I'm just going to keep my eyes on the road. You mind my business. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I was, uh, I was probably trying to deflect from the horrible meeting we just had. <laughs> Come outside and play in the moonlight with me. I'm I know. Like, like, no, I need some sisterhood right now. <laughs> um, so do we have any more skinwalker stories? I think those are, I mean, I think that's it. So that is, uh, it's interesting too, because we're talking, we've talked about ghosts. We've talked about witchcraft and wizardry and we're talking about skinwalkers and then we're going to go into aliens. And it's weird because there's so many, we haven't even hit religion yet. 
And there's no. so many uh, things that when you're out in the wild here, it could be any of the things we've already talked about. It could be yeah. a ghost. It could be a skinwalker. It could be, you know, some sort of whatever. But aliens are huge in my family. Yeah, They're not in yours, right? No. Okay. So this is going to be mostly my this is section. Why I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so we talked about at the top of this where I was sitting in class in culinary school and people were like, I don't believe in aliens. Like, right. That notion to me is insanity. And um, there's a couple reasons. One of them is Mormonism. Uh, because back in the day, and you said it's not so anymore, the doctrine was if you live righteously, you can get your own planet. Yeah. Our whole growing up, it was like, as man is, God was. As God is, man may become. Meaning, if you live right and you do all these things according to Mormon doctrine and gospel essentials, then you will essentially earn your right to be a god and yeah. make your own planet and have your own spirit babies that get bodies and and blah 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 on this eternal mlm scheme so right. <laughs> well honestly and it helped me um the okay so it helped combine the science yes. with the religion because it's like in my mind i'm like okay so all the stars in the sky are suns yes so every sun has a solar system yes so i was like okay so these are all the people who have made it to the godlike status. Yes. That's kind of what how I connected those A- dots. Amen. That is exactly mm-hmm. how I thought it too. And like if aliens existed, then they would be exactly like us because we are created in the image of God. God was created in the image of his God and so on and so forth. So they would all but be I like also, the same. But I also felt like um you were you had creative license to create something. So maybe uh maybe the per the beings that i create don't look anything like me but it's just as far as my imagination can oh, go sure. cool. you know what i mean cool. so it's just like creating it was kind of like creating your own world yeah literally the only creativity <laughs> i got is like my world is not going to have mosquitoes yeah no i would like sit and discuss how i was gonna what my world was gonna look like with my mom all the time yeah yeah like that was like legitimately like i so like like a mormon the, pastime <laughs> yeah so like buying it's not hard for me to take that leap that alien, you know, aliens, right. obviously those are aliens. Right. right. So, and we're told too, that like not everyone has the gospels been shared with them. So they just don't know. Right. <laughs> and I think it also put my mind at ease about other beings, but, uh, <clears throat> I have this, uh, I'm, I'm an artist. I paint and my brother is super, uh, I, I made him, a. a a painting of the story that my dad has told my mom and dad have told us forever yeah <laughs> so it's just this so here's the story uh, my mom and dad are from garfield county which is where bryce canyon is and my dad is from the town below bryce canyon and my mom's from the town above it so my dad would drive when they were in high school he would drive from tropic which is below it's about 30 miles to my mom to get there, um, you have to get on. You, you get on top. That's what we call it. Bryce Canyon um, is a plateau. Mm-hmm. It's not a canyon. It's a plateau. So you have to literally go up like three thousand, two thousand, three thousand feet to get on top from Tropic. Um, and then it's flat, and then you go down um, into Red Canyon, and then you're into Panguitch. <laughs> so on top is about ten miles. Okay. Um, and it's just 
you know, in, in Bryce Canyon, you can sit on, if, the, if it's clear, you can sit on the ledge of Bryce Canyon and see into Arizona. Um, I can't even imagine how, like, you know, there's people it's, that... It's humbling. Yeah, people that don't even see stars at night. And mm-hmm. for us to be able to see for 100 miles. Yeah. Like, it's it's literally crazy. Yeah. And, like, I'm kind of wondering some of, if some of it's imagination, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, I literally, you can literally see for fucking ever. Yes. Like, you can see, because it, it, it gets gradually, like, it, go, it gets lower. Yeah. So you're, so you're, you're on, on top, top of the world. <laughs> And there's no, there's not like a cloud in the sky. The moon is bright. Why couldn't you see that far? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It makes sense. You know, you're only limited by like how far you can see. And it's like, I, you know, you know, like you can see how far you, you know, whatever. Right. Anyway, right, right. point is <laughs> <laughs> you can see like fucking far, but, uh, so ten, it's about 10 miles on top. Okay. Remind so, me what year this is too. This is like 76, 77. Okay. Okay. So no cell phones, no major technology. So my mom is sitting waiting and she can hear a rumble and she's like, what? And also that's another, another thing is we live next to Nevada and there's tons of bases all over the place. <laughs> so that's another thing. Like when you see something weird, you're like, it could be the government too. Uh huh. Yeah. So she heard a rumble. Didn't, she was like, what? thought it was kind of weird. Didn't think too much of it. She's waiting for my dad. Right. Suddenly my dad pulls into her yard like fast and he's like, I was just up top, on top, and I could I could hear Phil rumbling, so I pulled over, and, like, he's like, these lights flew over me. Lights? And, yeah, like, he was like, it was like a spaceship. It flew over me. <laughs> like, and my mom's like, I heard the rumble, right? And so this has kind of just been, like, a fun tall tale, right, <laughs> in my family, because it's like my dad was on drugs, yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. Like, it was probably just, like, a jet or something, you know what I mean? So, but it's a fun story. And like, it's a f- story that my brother and I bond over. Cause we both like aliens were an alien. Yes. Right? And, uh, <laughs> so I painted him this scene, um, and then kind of told the story about, you know, this happened in red Canyon. My dad saw this thing. Da, 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 da. And then people start commenting. My mom told me that story or, Oh, I, I saw that. No way. Like people that are like my mom's peer, my mom and dad's peers that I'm friends with on Facebook. And, like, I got, like, seven comments of someone, someone being, like, oh, I, I heard this story. I know about this. Yeah. And, like, for a small town, for a small community, that's – and for something that happened 30 years prior. Wow. That's a lot of people to be, like, oh, my gosh, I remember that. I remember hearing about that. I remember da-da-da-da. That's scary. Because, <laughs> like, there's documented, like, incidences of, like, United States – putting up some shit that didn't get successful and then like they just wait for the ufo sightings to come in to find out where their faulty equipment landed but like for it to be just like not it didn't fall it just went over your heads and then (laughs) yeah it was like it was like hugging the um the earth and it does make sense if i was gonna land somewhere i mean i'm not a pilot right. my brother is i'm not <laughs> but like i feel like if i was gonna land somewhere somewhere where it's clear enough that you can see yeah from bryce canyon to arizona yeah. on a clear night that's probably where i'd be hanging out right right and this thing didn't like it didn't like it wasn't like it wasn't like the technology wasn't caught up to it right and it wasn't like skidding into a halt it was like hovering over it was like, it was like, yeah, it was going slowly over and it 
pass over my dad's head and then it went over Panguitch, obviously, because my mom heard it. Yeah. She heard the vibration. So obviously there was some sort of something uh-huh. going on. Or, I you know what I imagine mean? it being like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But the way they describe it, it's not like my dad doesn't say it was a plane. Like he doesn't even up the word plane doesn't even come into. No. So like, I, I mean, in my head, I'm like, maybe it was like, uh, the early, you know, stealth bomber or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally could be. The point is, is a whole county saw the shit go down. Jesus, that's so <laughs> scary. <laughs> and then um, I do know someone who's been abducted. Uh, my cousin lived with us for a little bit yeah. when I was growing up. Yeah. Uh, we shared a wall. And um, he, 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 there's nothing wrong with him. He's like totally sane and has a family and shit right now. Yeah. But uh, so country houses for those who don't know a country house you can break into it it's easy yeah. <laughs> like i've broken into my mom's house so many times um and like there's w- like it's just like a good practice to have because i feel like you don't lock the door unless your mom's out of town and no one has a key to the house yeah. so it's just good to know how to break into the house right yeah <laughs> am i alone in this Let- i <laughs> have never us. broken into oh and the times that i've tried to break into my country houses i failed so I think you just you just know the tricks of your house well enough mm-hmm. to be like, well, this window's loose or something, you know? Yeah. So, but also way- country houses, people don't lock their doors. No, people don't lock their doors, and like um, we only locked our doors. My mom would deadbolt at night, yeah. And the front the front door was always locked. But my mom was also really bad at locking us out, and she would like let us ring the doorbell and ring it and ring it. And she wouldn't come open the door, so we would we'd like it was just like okay, I can either sit out here in the freezing cold or I can break in through my room. Yeah, like <laughs> that's just what we do. But we were all smart enough to, and we also just snuck out. Like whatever, I loved sneaking out, and so did all my siblings, and so did my cousin. Like we liked to sneak in and out of the house, but yeah. we weren't ever, we weren't dumb to lock ourselves out. So my cousin. Um, so he shared that we were both in the basement and he had one of those, um, like, so the way you lock a country house sliding glass, a sliding window is you put a piece of wood. Yeah. Down. You put a dowel down. Yeah. So like, that's if how you should do it, it anyway. Like you should yeah. always put d- women, men. Yeah. Put dowels down in your sliding glass doors and windows, please. Yeah. Um, so, but not, we weren't dumb enough. Like if we snuck out, we would have made sure that fucking thing was out of the right, window. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. <laughs> so my cousin, I, we're, we're a couple, couple years apart. So he's got to be like 11 tops, right? Okay. It's like five o'clock in the morning and I can hear someone knocking on my window. So I go and it's my fucking cousin, Carl. And I'm like, Carl, he's knocking on my window. And I'm like, dude, what? And he's like, let me in. I go and the doors are deadbolted. No way. Yeah, and I was like, he didn't have any shoes on. He had just socks. And I remember his feet being wet with dew, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I just woke up in, like, a filled, like, and this was pre-Donnie Darko, too. This isn't a ripoff of anything. Okay. (laughs) This is, like, he's like, I just woke up, like, he's like, something took me. Because I was like, why did you lock yourself out? What are you doing out so early? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know, interrogating him, as you do. <laughs> and he was like, I just, like, got pulled out of my my out of my bed. And I woke up, like, he, and he's like, I got, like, he, he said woke up, but it didn't, it seems like he was awake for the whole thing. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, 
but he woke up like a mile away and he walked home. No and way. It, like his his window was like I went and checked because he felt fed me the story. So I'm like I made a point to check, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, fuck you, you were out doing something with one of your friends. Go 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 fuck yourself, you know. Yeah. So I made a point to go look, and his door his window was locked, and all the doors were deadbolted, and we didn't have a key to the house. <laughs> so. I believe him, but again, I'm nine or whatever. Um, and he has told me since then that he's had about seven abductions. Um, seven? Yeah. He's, Does he uh, remember like all of them or any of them? Or is it just he's like wakes up in a in, in an unfamiliar place? Well, okay. So um, he's woken up during surgery before. Uh, during surgery, did what? you hear that? He's woken. Up, he's woken up during surgery before. What? Yeah, and they had. To, they were like, he's recounted that. He was like, I woke up during surgery, and he's like the anesthesiologist. He's like, I was looking right at the anesthesiologist, and he was like reading a magazine because that's what they do for the whole procedure. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, shit! And he like gave him more gas. <gasps> so I'm guessing that my cousin uh, wakes up during their procedures. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. That's kind of what this is kind of, I'm drawing conclusions here, sure. but just in our, in our conversations, cause he doesn't open up about it a right. lot. You know, who would, well, and it's like, you're either getting abducted by aliens or you're schizophrenic, which right. one's better. Right. <laughs> you What's know? the best <laughs> option here? <laughs> All right. Um, and he seems to have a problem with it just because he feels out of control, you know, yeah. but he also feels that he has, um, guardians in a sense because he's kind of like their science project or something like they're interested in his life hmm. you know what i mean because he gets pulled out at random ass times and then he has just like weird experiences where he 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 seems kind of invincible you know right like things that should kill him kill him or fuck him up don't i don't even know if he's ever broken a bone interesting yeah so like and he's always had like super He's always, he's good at everything he does. You know, he, he's fearless. He, he's, you know, he's not even odd. Like he's just cool. He's a cool, he's a cool, calm, collected. Like I would believe that he had, he was a star child for sure. You know? Yeah. Right. But he says he's got, a, he got abducted and I would choose to believe him because of the story that I just told where I let him in. Wow. And then just kind of how he, his temperament changes when he talks about it. And then like when we were kids and stuff, we would sit on the, the roof and look for aliens and look for things in the sky. Like he wanted answers, but he was also terrified. Wow. And, and, and this is, this is the type of person that doesn't get scared right. about stuff. Right. You know what I mean? So I believe <laughs> that my cousin has, you know. We've got some interesting cousin experiences here. <laughs> right. Um, and then my uh, my uncle uh, worked at Area 51. No way! Yeah. he was. It was just clerical, he says. Um, and we've talked about this before. He I'm like, says. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, but like, he's he's doughy, so I believe. No. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I feel like the Area 51 is the one they let us know about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think... I so somehow forgot that your uncle did this because I'm like <laughs> so blown away right now. <laughs> what about yeah. that? Those events that were like storm area 51. They can't stop us all or something. Oh, he's been retired for like at least 10 years. Oh, okay. So yeah, he missed like, the Facebook invent invitations to those gigs. 
Oh, I'm sure he got the. I'm sure he's balls deep in. I, I bet he's a Trump supporter, honestly. Oh, QAnon. Fucking Q. <laughs> it's but ruining like, a bunch of my friendships and it's pissing me off because I'm like, okay, but fucking check your source. Okay. Yeah, like just Google it a couple and like and duck, duck, go it. It's not that hard. Just yeah. do it. Use more than one source. Um, but yeah, he worked at Area 51. And so, like, I've kind of had that knowledge. But it, I think it's the part of the culture, too. Like, I don't know if this is shit that I'm actually, like, experiencing or if I just think every little thing that I see in the sky, because the sky is so visible, yeah. is alien related. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I feel one time there was a, a light following me around for, like, three weeks. Okay. When I lived in, when I lived in Bryce Canyon. Oh. When, a I mean, light? Like yeah, like when I drive home, because I worked in Bryce Canyon, I lived in Panguitch. So uh-huh. when I drive home, I could see, I could always see the light out of my peripheral vision. Like, and it wasn't something that was just like a light effect. Like I could like literally turn and look at it and I could see it, but it would like follow me home. No matter what direction I was turned, I could see it. Hmm. And I don't know if I was just like, if I had like a good batch of weed or what. Well, good God. <laughs> who even knows? I used to think that the moon followed me around, but like, that sounds so scary. So do you think that, like, the same kind of energy that's following around your cousin is kind of, like, latched onto you, too, because of, like, your proximity to your cousin? Or just is it just the area? Well, and that's, I I wonder, because when we lived together during this time period, too, he was out with his friends. And I remember it was, like, a night terror situation, like we've talked about, where I could feel something pushing. I was sleeping on the couch, and I could feel something pushing me down. Mm. And I remember thinking you're looking for Carl, you're looking for Carl, you're, it's not for me, it's not for me. Like, So I wonder if aliens, first of all, I believe that human beings are just monkeys, mon- monkeys and aliens. Like, you know, I think we're an experiment. Sure. For, we're, I think we're an alien experiment. We we're have to get forgotten. into that someday. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're long forgotten. I think Egypt and like the Aztecs, I think is all alien related. Huh. But I think some of us with genetics um, have more of that alien DNA in us than others. Mm. So maybe that that's why they're like drawn to the, uh, certain people, but I think they're also drawn to the people. Like if I would have looked back, if I would have had that curiosity in me, yeah, I would have been a subject. Interesting. I don't have that. My cousin does though. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like he has that curiosity and that fearlessness in him that he would look back. Right. You know, and this is a time in my life. Maybe now I would, uh, but also like I'm at I'm at that point where like I mean. No one's interested in what I'm doing. (laughs) But I think uh, there's definitely the connection genetically and also maybe experience wise where we're kind of open to shit. Uh Um, But I don't know. It's, it's definitely, you know, like I said, that mix between like government testing. Yes. Just like shooting stars, just seeing things randomly, you know, who knows? Who knows? Oh, well, your, uh, your uncle would know he worked there. He's not. He said he doesn't have anything to say. He's not saying anything. Well, he's not telling me. Damn it! What good is an uncle that works at Area Fifty One if you can't say anything? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know. He might have things to say. I don't. Maybe I just probably don't want to hear him. Sorry, I'm bragging on Uncle Kenneth, but he's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> he's doughy. <laughs> he's doughy. Him and his whole family. They're he's doughy, but he's a steel trap man. He won't say a word. <laughs> well i don't know like that's the thing like he likes to gossip so it's like he has to be just clerical <laughs> he wouldn't pass the like he's definitely like a t- 
he's the one that my dad's in competition with to get the most toys. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you guys are all just so primitive. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) We're on a different plane here. (laughs) But I just think it's silly not to believe in aliens. Like, why wouldn't you? I am very confused of why somebody wouldn't believe that something else was out there, at least. Just one other thing with the possibilities of, like, septillion, at least, stars. (laughs) Right, right. right. We haven't found the edge of the universe ever. I mean, if you even believe in that, this is just uh, God's dome creation. It's just something to look at. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but um, no, I think people don't believe because they're scared, honestly. I think yeah. that's one of the things where people are like, it's, it's not a thing. I'm going to put it out of my mom's yeah. mind. Yeah. Because it's something you 100% cannot control. The idea of someone from another planet having enough technology to get here yeah. is a scary thought. Yeah. If you really sit and think about it. So it's like, I think once we have the capability of getting somewhere quickly, the idea of aliens won't bother the human race as much. Right. You know what I mean? Because we just feel helpless. Yeah. Our, but it's like. Well, we keep we keep uh, not progressing our society well enough. I, I bet. Mean, I feel like the, I bet like women scientists are able to get to that technology, but we've repressed women too long. Right. Well, I feel like uh, since the ocean's currently on fire, uh, the only yes. thing that's going to save us is alien intervention. That's all I, I mean. I think that they won't give a fuck about us and be, they're just waiting for us to kill ourselves off so that they can uh, utilize our resources after we're that's, gone. That's primitive too. I think uh, Supreme Beings, uh, which would be an alien, obviously, we're, we're going to have to think outside of the primitive box to accomplish like insane space travel so i feel like if you can reach that level of intellect you are on a different level emotionally sure because you know what i mean yeah so they're probably like they i could see an alien's life form coming here and being like you guys are actually pretty close where we want you to be like you have a lot of flaws but we're gonna help you just so you can figure your shit out <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but have you heard of like that great filter theory that like it's either they don't want to come. There is no other aliens or we're past the filter where we're going to be self-destructive and they're just waiting for us yeah. to do it. Well, there, yeah, I've heard about that. And it's also like, we're too primitive. We could still be way too primitive yeah. for them to, we're too much of a risk, yeah. you know, because we're definitely shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah, absolutely. We are. Ask the native Americans. <laughs> yeah. Ask like, you know, anyone who's a black man who's interacted with a cop. Fuck. Um, <laughs> But uh, I um, there's also that thing that there's like a civilization they're uncovering that was pretty close to our technology, like right millions of years ago. What is that name anyway? But I don't know. Like, who knows what happened? Like, I hope I, I think it'd be cool to have alien interaction. Like, I, in my lifetime, I think that'd be so cool. Yeah. But we're either gonna die soon or something's gonna have to happen. I don't know. Well, we are in a heat wave, and Washington State is, like, having to, I don't know, have emergency state of it. Like, we're having constant heat wave warnings. Like, don't go outside because your body cannot handle it. Yeah, like, the low Everyone drink your water. I know. The low for today, and it's happening at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning, is, like, 77. Yep. I'm dying. I hate summer so much. I'm ready for this shithole to be over. Um, so let's talk about Mormon stuff and, uh, the power that it gives to these sort of things. Okay. 
Um, we already kind of hit the, the alien thing where, you know, my philosophy about aliens are just other people. Who yeah. Got, got to yeah, the, we talked about the that. big show. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like casting out entities. Um, when I was eight, my whole family watched The Exorcist together. <laughs> and then my mom took what? me. When you were eight? Yeah. The child's age? You're like. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd already seen and done so much at that point. No. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> we all watched The Exorcist, and then my, we were at my dad's because my dad's a, was a long haul truck driver. So instead of getting an apartment, he'd just get a motel room every two weeks mm-hmm. up for the weekend, and we would just go sit in his motel room and watch like TV. Oh wow! What a what That's, a time to be <laughs> with your dad. Yeah. While he was all like messed out and stuff, it was awesome. Great. Um. So we watched. And we didn't have cable because my mom, we had free cable when we moved into my house, but my mom thought it was immoral to steal it. So she cut the cord. Oh my God. She's a, she's a cord cutter. Your mom and I, my mom have that in common, right? Yeah. Do not let them meet. (laughs) They're going to start a a victims of is this the place podcast hate group and then beef besties. No, I would love to see those two in action because they would try to hold out for as long as they could because of what we're saying about them, mm-hmm. but they would hate each other. It's too much of a mirror. They couldn't <laughs> handle it. Honestly, I'm being fucking dead ass serious. I would love to see them be friends. I'd love it. To try. To try. Yeah. It would be a rocky six months. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like as long as my my mom and dad's marriage lasted, so yeah, like my mom. Yeah, my mom doesn't have friends for that like much longer than that. She has like one that she like bullies the hell out of and lets her, but they fight a lot. So, yeah, no, I would love, love it. I take this challenge, Carolyn and Heidi. Right? Her name's Heidi. No, no. What's her name? Not going to tell you. <laughs> I do not want it to happen. I'm not speaking it into existence. I would love it. I think it'd be hilarious. Um, but anyways, my mom took me. Okay, so we were watching The Exorcist in the motel room. And so there was me, my three siblings, my dad, and my mom. So six of us in like a two-queener. <laughs> my mom takes me and only me into the bathroom and teaches me how to cast out demons. No way. Yeah, to the, what is it called? To the square? The In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, I command all the evil spirits to leave my mind, heart, energy filled and go towards the light. Wow. But like, Every time like, you say that, that's so foreign to me because that's not the way I was taught at all. Well, how do you, how does yours go? By the power of the Holy Melchizedek Priesthood, which I hold, I command thee to uh, get thee hence or some shit. It might have been the, it might have been the, by the power of the Melchizedek Priesthood. But I think I couldn't say, I couldn't say Melchizedek. Yeah, well, I like, was eight. Yeah, and also... <laughs> I, we, pff, women don't hold any power so I had to be like by some dudes Melchizedek priesthood I command <laughs> thee to get thee hence yeah so I guess my mom must have asked that question to someone and they probably told her just to command it through like heavenly father or whatever yeah um, and so she taught me how to do that and I remember just being fucked up like why am I the only person you're teaching this first of all <laughs> like, mom you, do you not care well, about anyone else she obviously thinks I'm I'm special. I am special. <laughs> Ask my mom. <laughs> um, but there's that sort of thing, and then like the blessings, like giving bless. Like you've you've mentioned that you had Spencer give your apartment a blessing. Yeah, and like like we were always dedicating the house because like when I lived in like Monroe in a really shitty house, one time, um, like 
I don't know if it was kids or whatever trying to mess with our house, but I, I saw a flashlight go across my window. We had those pull down shades where it mm-hmm. was just like, if you like yanked them real hard, they would like fly up into yeah. the roll. <laughs> so I saw like flashlights go through like my window and then like the other window that was in the back where we kept everything, all the storage. And so I was scared that like somebody was trying to break in and then I just felt like an evil entity in the back room. And so we had, this was like when I was like 12, we had my grandpa like re- bless the house. And then I was able to sleep in the back room again. And that I have tons of stories about blessing houses like that. So, yeah. Well, I mean, let's talk about it because that is a huge part of the Mormon culture. Like getting a blessing, even like if someone's really sick, they get blessings. Yeah. So that's in a, and that's literally like the laying on of hands. There's like oil, blessed oil. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty, I mean, it's, it's symbolic. It's based in folk magic and witchcraft and, you know. Well, I mean, but it's, it's like kind of like, it's not, it's oil. So it's kind of like, but it's holy water. You know, they, they bless holy water They can, in the Catholic church. Yeah. They consecrate. There's that word again from the temple episode, <laughs> consecrate the oil in the temple it has to be pure olive oil because of the olive grove in Jesus. Gethsemane. Gethsemane. Olive oil. And then they like consecrate it to the healing of the sick and afflicted unto the Lord. They have this whole like prayer they do. I think they do it in the temple, but I'm not sure. And then they, um, they use a little drop of that to like mm-hmm. rub it into your skull. And then the priesthood holder will lay his hands on your head and then through the, over power, the oil yeah over. and the, and your body he heats up the oil so you feel like it's like a weird thing yeah the, and then like the heat between the hands and your ear skin and that person's skin heats up the oil so you have like it's a whole chemical reaction thing and then again it's into the energy work right because like my their hands are on you and they're pronouncing mm-hmm. or speaking good into you right so and do you think that's just like again a form of meditation or like a placebo effect sort of thing where it's just like somebody believes in you so that you believe in yourself finally or like <laughs> yeah I absolutely do but I also think that that is you speaking into existence something as well so yeah see it that's that's what the that's uh, yeah exactly so it's like maybe the the ritual has nothing to do with the power behind what's happening right so it's just like you're just a person there touching another person using your connected strength to fight something off. Yeah. Yeah. And like you could probably have done it without the oil or without the the Melchizedek you know, priesthood <laughs> or the hand to the square or whatever. I've used you know? I've used pseudo priesthood so many times where I'm just like uh, buy this faith that I have. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, we're done now. See ya. Yeah. Uh, I see you back there, little shadow man. Fuck out. <laughs> roll out bitch <laughs> um so what do you think about we kind of hit on um schizophrenia and stuff do you think like deem okay and aliens that's another question i want to ask so do, what do you think demons are do you think they're real or angels do you think they're if angels are real do you think they're actually angels or do you think they're just aliens hmm and same with demons same question for demons hmm. like the way the things get depicted Oh like, yeah. It could be like that was that could have just been a fucking alien and it there was nothing necessarily wrong with it. Mm. It just looked it just looked insane because you've never seen anything like it. Sure. 
since or like you know before i think that there's just so much so much that we didn't understand about mental health because it was such a shame to talk about or be associated Mm -hmm. with a mental health disorder or disease that um now that we're understanding more and having it be more open but i think um before people just wanted to automatically assume that it was like of the devil because they didn't understand it so i think it's just more like folklore type of things than anything like that was like um us like a simpleton's explanation for like a wildfire or something sure yeah um yeah i mean i don't know like i uh i was reading up about uh demon possessions um like scary movies that are based off real things yeah. it's just like a little msn or msn article and um <laughs> what a great source <laughs> i know right That's, but it was, i get all my stuff from reddit and tiktok so i'm not judging you <laughs> i'm just saying like no but it's just like fun little snippets of things um but they're uh the exorcism of emily rose oh, that's yeah. based off a true story well like mr but, gordy true story yeah yeah um so it's like but she i feel just had a mental illness Mm. she was like going through something emotionally it was her first year at college her family was super religious i think she probably had sex with a boy and got up in her own head about how the devil was Uh, taking her over yeah yeah because i've i've not not the sex thing but i've done i've gone sinning and then i felt alone and i attributed to the devil was taking coming in to take me over i've been there you know so that's when i when i read like her just going into despair she's like an only child she's raised on a farm super catholic or whatever and she thinks because she's like depressed because it's her first year of college or because it's something new yeah she automatically goes to the devil thing and she could have had a real serious mental illness and when her uh her parents and two of the priests got charged with manslaughter because she was dehydrated oh my god and starved because they were trying to cast out this demon oh my god and it's like but like what the folklore would say is yeah of course the human body because once the human body is dead the demon leaves yeah but to me that's just a scapegoat yeah absolutely <laughs> and it's like they tortured this girl with a mental illness until for and she, until she died yeah. for like for like a weeks until she died and then you're just gonna blame it on demon possession just because you don't understand it wow and it's like fucking republicans with plan b how they think it's an abortion pill it's like you just don't understand it so you're going to like the worst place possible yeah. honestly don't talk to me <laughs> <laughs> this has been a long enough night i'm like already mad <laughs> um so yeah i mean i i don't know like I, there's so many so much gray area i think that's probably why i love this stuff so much is because there's yeah. no real answer yeah. it's so fun yeah it is fun to uh to think about it's also sad to think about like so many people struggled with mental health disorders. We're grateful for them because mm-hmm. they helped pioneer a way for us to be able right. to know things about ourselves. But still, it's just like, f- for how many people had to be mistreated so well, that I mean, we can understand hap- ourselves? It's, ha- it's still happening, you know? I mean, we, we've come a long way, thank God. Yeah, and because of our reliance upon religious think beliefs. Think science, not God, sorry. What? <laughs> I said think science, not God, yeah. sorry think dog because you can prove the existence of dogs um doc the bounty hunter <laughs> i think that episode did get cut like about your crush my on infatuation with Dwayne yeah. Lee. 
I can talk about it again if you want me to. No, we in another episode for sure. <laughs> but, um, God damn it. You're talking about religion and how it's suppressed oh, the gro- mental health growth. Yeah, because we've relied so heavily upon this theory that of God that we haven't we've we've stunted ourselves from growing mm-hmm. scientifically. Yeah. And it's like really too bad. And like I can see why religions are pumping out the anti-science propaganda because like every minute of every day we get closer to pr- disproving God. Yes. <laughs> the existence They're of like, God. They're like, "No, my money." my money and like my control and my this and my that like yes yes the religion scares the hell out of me for that reason because it's like um i was i mean i'm watching it's you're gonna laugh at me but i'm watching rain (laughs) and it's about it's a very teen drama apt up version of mary queen of scots uh the horse (laughs) show uh i mean yeah there's horses in it oh no (laughs) We're thinking of different things. No, it's about, it's like, it's like, um, it's like jazzed up historical fiction. Okay. I thought um, you were talking about a horse show because Halo is into horses. I'm seeing what you're, okay. Start over. Anyway, it's about how in the medieval times, the Pope was like in charge of everybody's life. Mm-hmm. Like he had control. If you were Catholic, the pope told you what the fuck to do and same thing with like jfk that's why they didn't want jfk was they're like the pope will control him because mm. historically speaking the pope controlled everything the catholics yeah. controlled how king and qu- kings and queens ruled their shit so it's like we, it's just it's just like it's in everything yes <laughs> and th- the power is getting slowly pulled out sucked out and it's gonna get quickly sucked out and i think churches are going to like ride or diet as long as they can yeah um the age of information like especially with the mormon church because i see it so often they're trying to adapt the truth as quickly as possible and say well we've always known this we just haven't like talked about it yeah yeah and like i think the same thing like um first of all i think what's happening right now with the division um because I feel like it's religious people and not religious people right now. Mm-hmm. I really feel like that's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and the non-religious people have the most sense. Sorry, people who are religious. I don't mean anything by it. I'm saying I'm being very general right now. Um, but I think it's really hard for the religious people to have the carpet pulled under out from underneath them. Yes. The rug, you know, because like you and I've been there where it's like I've dedicated so much of my time and energy on this religion and my eternal damnation of my soul and like that's like gripping hard stuff to come like to terms with that people are denying reality so hard because it's such a hard thing to grasp yeah um and it's so hard to that it could completely cause a mental collapse and i think that's actually causing a lot of mental collapses right now people are like losing their shit yes (laughs) and it's coming out in different ways yes but i think that's essentially what's happening and because and because people don't have um, realistic tools to manage those things mm-hmm. they're turning into very harmful like coping mechanisms that are not great right and um, the ugliness that they're feeling for these realizations or like the propaganda that's getting pushed right now is very like us versus them like yeah. religiously yeah. Um, so like instead of focusing on the fact that global warming's happening because right. like it's funny because the oil industry 
and corporations and churches have so much in common. So like they play like the corporate the corporations are destroying the earth, but the church can blame it on gay people. Yes. You know, instead of like looking at the science of like the reason why the earth, the planet is failing is because it's hot because we're burning all this shit. Yeah. They're like, nope, it's because people are allowed to become transgender, you know? Right. And it's seeping into our politics and stuff. Like, it's right. crazy. It's so crazy. But anyway, let's talk about uh, non-religious things. Do you believe in anything else? Like, do you believe in curses or, like, vampires or werewolves or mummies or anything like that? Uh, No. I think they're fun to think about, but I also think that those are, like... I, I think my sister Christy, who's in film... She says mm-hmm. horror is the gateway to the heart. Like people yeah. love horror. And so I think that people have written those things. Like, I don't know. There's lots of things like Lori that is fun to think about, but I don't think that there's any modern day evidence of those things anymore. I agree with that too. And I think like if I was born 400 years ago people would totally think i was a witch yeah even just because of my like nocturnal habits yeah and like how i just plowed into that empty house by myself yeah like that's not normal behavior i guess quote unquote normal right um most people wouldn't do that so i think about stuff like that like we would both be getting burned at the stake well (laughs) mostly because of our sassy mouths all right (laughs) but um i think i think um uh, generational curses exist and i think they exist for a very scientific reason absolutely <laughs> and that is because the your energy is so it's it's so like it's like it's like when you when you're a kid and you have a ditch or something and you can like change the direction and make like a bunch of different rivers with yeah you know that's what en- energy flows that easily yes so if you're constantly focusing all your energy on this curse that your family has yes um it, it's gonna follow you around yeah it's like the fucking stanley yelnats yeah <laughs> we're all energy and like we like so apparently when you are like you are females are born with all of the eggs that they're gonna have i'm not sure that mm-hmm. that science has been proven or not but if that's true then you you technically existed inside your grandmother's body as well because if she no like you you've been alive since existence right yeah but like biologically speaking if you if you're if you are born with all of the eggs that you're going to be having mm-hmm. and my mother had all of had me inside of her when she mm-hmm. was inside of her grand her mom then like all of that energy and all of that trauma and you know like the body does keep the score oh you're saying yeah you're saying like you're like um putting like you're putting like internal shock waves into like yeah cells yeah on mm -hmm. a cellular level Mm -hmm. so i mean it could be just that simple that if your grandmother experienced trauma or had fears you know that it could Mm -hmm. be in on a cellular level transferred to you in some way yeah, my mom does talk about how she got rejected in the womb a lot, and I do believe that she probably—I mean, she probably did, right? It was the—it was a accidental pregnancy in the late fifties. Oh yeah, I'm sure my grandma—I'm sure my grandma was like, "Nah, fuck." Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. I also don't think it's like a good excuse to be the way that she is, but right. um, 
I I believe I, I'm totally with you. I I totally, definitely like that. Curse is uh, they only have power if you believe in them. To quote Practical Magic, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. I love that movie. Um, but in a biblical sense, Eve carried all of mankind in her eggs. Yeah. Like we were, yeah, that's crazy. Like I never thought about it like that, but I'm hmm. stoned. So, <laughs> uh, that explains a lot. <laughs> How are you going this long? I have, I've muted the last 10 minutes. I know I've heard, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard one, one yawn. All right. Well, I think that kind of wraps up the, uh, supernatural episode. Um, let us know if you have any questions about anything oh, yeah. we hit or if we got anything wrong. Also, to we're hear. down to talk about more of this. Like this is oh, yeah. always fun to talk about. I want to have guests that like have been Christian, but then like went, there's so many people that are like tossing away their Christian beliefs and adopting witchcraft or like folk, folky, more folky magic or simplistic rituals involving plants or, you know, like, you know what I mean? I want to have like more conversations about that too. So I think that's rad. Yeah. I want to, I want to know. Oh, if you went to a different religion, which one you went to and why, for sure. Yeah, that's going to be a basic. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Hit us up if you're definitely into witches or ghosts or aliens. <laughs> All right. Well, um, by the power of the Melchizedek priesthood, <laughs> I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Is This the Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.